Hello, this is Pumpkinberry, but you may know me as Narrator Vindin. Thank you so much for tuning into this story. If you enjoy it, please take a moment to rate and review. It really does help us. And for more content like it, you can visit our website at tablestory.tv. You can also find easy links to follow cast members and tablestory.tv discord to join our active and wonderful community. Without further ado, let's begin. Lear, while fully aware of the weight and power in a name, finds himself uttering almost absent-mindedly, Laz and Oric. Suddenly, everything is still. Birds fall silent. There is no breeze to move the sand at their feet, not that it would move. Their new elven refugee stares vacant, eyes wide, locked in a moment that is no longer there. Lear, Vega, and Jude instinctively move, spinning together in a circle to surround and protect this elf. Astrea unsheathes her blade, her resolve strong, but she seems momentarily torn between the situation at hand and the fear that has clearly overtaken Titus. Titus unconsciously shivers as he too is trapped in a moment long past. A dark, eerie, otherworldly mist begins rising from the ground, snaking up through the cracks of the dried and deadened dirt. It spins and swirls, dancing, reminiscent of a freshly extinguished flame's smoke. It begins to thicken, and a putrid smell emanates from it. A tall, billowing shadow of a man has formed. Lear. There you are. I've been looking for you! The shadows burrow into themselves, forming, or perhaps revealing, a muscular, pale, horned, humanoid creature. A fire burns where its heart and lungs would be, visible through the half-formed ribcage. Its face, either covered or made of, a strange bone-like plate. Small bumps and spikes decorate its entirety, except for the eyes, burning orange with flame. It has no mouth, yet it speaks. His feet are hoof-like, but also form into shielded greaves reaching just above the knee. Two long, twisted, bark-like minotaur horns reach to the sky. Strange, suony spikes, like broken ribs or branches, begin to form and rip out of its shoulders and back. He stands illuminated, and then lunges for Lear. Roll for initiative.
Who's first? I think we all panicked and rolled initiative just now. Good. Uh, who wins? Me, I Who think. wins? Yes. Hmm. Who is going to go first? Oh, don't forget. Oh my god! No! That, oh, that was not this episode. Holy shit, I thought somebody rolled 100 right in that initiative roll. No. Oh, Jesus Christ, this gave me a heart attack. Okay, <clears throat> so we also have two people that are doing reaction rolls, right? So you're reacting instead of rolling an initiative. You can use the initiative or you can just say, I'm going to go ahead and react. It's up to you. So we've got two players that are doing that now. Okay, right. bar that, who's going first? I believe it's I believe Jude. it's me. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's you as well. <clears throat> okay. I'm just going to see. Um, yep. Nope, you're good. All right. Um, I need to know, uh, Jude, really yeah. quickly, I just want, before we launch into the fight, yeah. what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What is going on in your brain? Um... Uh, frank, frankly, it's a bit head empty at the moment. Like yeah. I'm just in pure shock at what's happening. I wasn't. I first of all, I've never seen anything that looks like this. Yeah, we've definitely heard voices uh, at this point that sound like scary. Um, and there have been multiple times where I've been very frightened, uh, mostly on feeling or sound. But I've never seen something in front of me that looks like this. Uh, so. I don't know if I'm acting with full, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm like fully here in terms of, yeah, yeah, awareness. Uh, but I'm not completely over, overblown by it. Um, I think I just kind of reach into my standard training a little bit. Do you think something in you recognizes this creature? Well, when you say it like that, mm-hmm. Perhaps, perhaps I do. Would you like to roll for it? I would. Okay. Do you have anything that you would mm. like to use, or shall I make a suggestion? I think probably intuition would yeah. be the closest thing. Yeah. Go ahead and roll your intuition. <gasps> wow. Okay, um, that is a critical failure. That's a 100. I know the rolls aren't on the screen. I'll put them up on the screen right now because we're going to need them for combat anyway. But like, holy shit. Okay. Um, is it not insane that uh, we were just talking about I was just talking about 100? that. Yep. Mm-hmm. There it is. Holy fuck. Okay. Get him out the way. Get him out the way. I got to think about what this means. I think, I think... I think I do. I think I do know what would bother Jude more. And that is the idea that I feel like you have a moment and role play or interpret this how you will. Yeah. But essentially, you feel like some sort of connection to this creature and maybe an otherworldly understanding that if you felt out of place here, you recognize that that creature also feels the same out of place. Like you don't belong. Neither of you belong here. Hmm. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Mm -hmm. Is it similar? It, could it be described as empathy? Or is this creature not 
Um, if you want to roleplay at empathy, you absolutely may. But I think it's more just like you look at this creature and maybe you reflect back on how you're feeling and yeah. you're like, I kind of, I'm not saying that Jude feels monstrous, but it feels like yeah. there is just kind of this recognition, unease, yeah. and maybe potentially a validation of feelings like you feel weird since the incident. Yeah. Um. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Um. I think I falter. I think I take like a step back. Okay. And I and I I don't think I. I think I go. I'm I'm going for my sword. Okay. Uh, and my hand is on the hilt, but I'm I'm shaking and I, I I can't get my limbs to work in the way that I need them to to pull it out. Okay. So are are you um, giving up your? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is yeah wonderful role play. Um, so you can have a shift on your next roll of twenty if you'd like. Um, but it makes sense to me okay. that you've done that. So thank you for that. Uh, who's next? I need to know what everybody's thinking and reacting and feeling to this thing before. You start fighting it. I believe <laughs> I'm next with a 17. Sure, yeah. And um, I was going to play this reactionary, but I don't know exactly how to react to what I see in front of me right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it appeared... The world around us right now is still frozen, correct? It's just this thing yes, that has us. Yes, that is us. correct. Mm-hmm. And it said my name, and it's been looking for yes, me. Yes, yes. It is looking at you, and it lunges at you. Like, we're frozen right now in this moment while I talk to you about how you feel, but basically when I unpause this moment, it is headed straight for you. Okay. Well, in this moment, in this instant, I think that then in that case it would feel almost ordained, you know? Like, uh, it's looking for me. I'm heir apparent, or at least... Now, co-heir apparent to the throne, mm-hmm. whatever is causing the world to, to shift the way it is, it stands to reason, you know, like uh, as big-headed as it is that it might have something yeah. to do with me. So I'm prepared in this moment for this, which is, I believe, why my uh, role is relatively high. And I think I'm going to reach out to my sword and uh, take a defensive stance. Okay. Um... Follow-up question for you, Lear. Uh, How are you feeling about the news that, or the information that there is another you that maybe might possibly be a tyrant? Do you believe this information? Like, how are are you even able to process it right now? Or have you just filed it away into, I'll think about that later? The fact that there might be another me, maybe perhaps two weeks ago, would have been something that would have caused me much distress. Mm How, because I think me, Leah, I don't think in this weird, wibbly-wobbly, metaphysical, like, way that Vega has been taught by Erafir to do, and, you know, all this, you know, ifs, whens, whats, they don't make any sense to me. I'm just, you know, a sword, for all intents and purposes, with a crown. But ever since what happened to Jude, it's kind of clicked for me 
The fact that this other Lear is a tyrant, however, is does not make any sense to me. I don't think I have that in me. But maybe I do. I don't think so, but maybe I do. Now there's doubt in me, but that's why I have who I have, and this person has those two names that I will not utter again. Mm. But maybe I am me because of not just the sum of my parts, but also because of Jude and Vega, and I suppose that in and of itself gave me strength when I was told this before, but now I feel like that galvanizes it as well, and, you know, it helps me stay the course, as it were, which is why, again, I'm so on it today. Is there any part of you that feels it is not just the logical choice, like, you are heir apparent and it makes sense. Is there any part of you that feels that this might be bigger than just a crown? I feel like if it's bigger than the crown, then only because it's bigger than what we perceive the crown to be. This gilded hair, this place, that I'm sure I went to, it's opened my eyes to so much more that I'm, now I feel, I've never been stubborn in this regard, I've always had Jude and Vega to help me sway my decisions, I feel like there must be something else. I don't know what it is, but I guess we'll see, maybe. Yeah, I'm so sorry, I have two more mini follow-up questions for you that you don't have to answer now. Uh, First question is, if there has to be more, does it change anything if you're, if you're not a part of that bigger thing? Like, what if there is more, but it has nothing to do with you? I've never wanted to be That's part right. of a bigger thing. Okay. I just am. Yeah. And so I am. Okay. I like but that But there's answer. no desire about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's then just the way of things. Second follow-up question is, how do you feel that your life has more meaning or less meaning knowing that there are potentially other versions of you living? And do you feel that your value, intrinsic value of yourself has changed at all? I think that's yet to be seen. I feel like with the way that I, Lear, would have internalized this information mm -hmm. is that the way we see kings and kingdoms, well, whens and wheres are also the same, and a plane with a different Lear is simply just another kingdom. Yes. Okay. I like that. Who's next? Can be anybody. You don't have to follow initiative. I just want to know how you're feeling, and then we'll go with initiative and fighting this monster. Um, I think it would be me, but I'm gonna wait. I'm taking this moment to observe and see how the, uh, thing before us reacts. Okay, but how do you feel about this information? Have you even had time to process it yet? I don't think so. Okay. Um... Because you it didn't go inside either, right? Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Everything, I, I have no idea what happened inside, so I didn't yeah. learn any of that, you know? I just see this big old thing in front of us and everything that they were regurgitating towards me when we were talking about this. Um, so I think it's just more so instinctual reactions and wondering, you know, where where this is going to go and how we're going to get out of this. Okay. Um, do you think Australia normally compartmentalizes that way? When something unknown pops up, she just goes, oh, I'm going to think about that later. Right now I've got a fight to fight. I think that um, for the most part, it's difficult for her um, to compartmentalize. But when, you know, someone else is obviously having that reaction like Titus is. Yeah. She has no choice, right? Yeah. Um, or well, I have no choice. So I think that um, in that shift. moment. <laughs> you can have a shift for that. Thank you. <laughs> um, in that moment, I think that my main focus would be, I guess, kind of putting myself to the side, regardless of anything, um, even if it is getting really loud. So I am fighting, you know, all of those thoughts of like, what the hell's going on? You know, this, that, the other thing that's going on uh, in my mind. But it, right now it's just, I need to be physically here. Got it. Not even emotionally. Yeah. Do you still love him? Yeah. Kind of hard to shut that off, I would imagine. Titus, do you want to be next? Since we're talking about you? Why not? Okay. How are you feeling? I think at first I was relieved before they showed up. It made sense to me why when I tried to look into the future, why there were so many options and so many maybes rather than guaranteed yeses. Yeah. Do you feel and like I, you were not seeing into the future, but now you were seeing a spread of different variations, rather? More or less, yeah. Yeah. I think okay. this experience has kind of opened me up to what the world and what magic is. It's not as textbook as a mage might think. Okay. And there's always more to learn. But now I'm petrified. Yeah. More so by the names or by the creature? I think by all of it. Yeah. What is the world when you learn that this isn't the only world? Yeah. Does any of this matter? Or am I scared for a good reason? Yeah. I would like to try and see if this is the same person. Or see if I can get a sense of their aura, their magic, anything like that. The creature in front of you? Yes. Okay. We will do that. But first, I want to have words with Vega here. Vega, how are you feeling? Mm, my mind is spinning right now. Um, something that... Arafir and I had discussed multiple times was if you can step forwards or backwards through time, then what if there was an opportunity to step sideways? So I'm currently staring at this thing, trying to find any sense of familiarity to it to see if... Trying to get any information I can, really, because I'm very curious to know if 
if you could step sideways, if it's even a world we would recognize. And if we've managed to summon this creature, just by speaking the name of something in another dimension, does that bring us closer to it? Does that make stepping sideways easier or harder? So I'm, my brain is currently like spinning and spinning and I'm thinking of Erefir. Um, I'm excited actually, there's a thrill. There's a, this, all the possibilities that have opened up to potentially solving the problems we're facing here, they're suddenly limitless. But then I'm thinking, did Erefir know about this already? Did he keep it from us? Yeah. And then I think, no, he didn't. Of course he no. didn't, because it's too groundbreaking. There's no way he wouldn't have said something. He wouldn't have prepared us for this if he'd known. Does it... So then make... I wish he was here to see this, yeah. is what I'm thinking right now. Okay. And does it make you... How do you feel knowing you've seen something that the your master has never seen before? Or you're experiencing... Guilty. Um, yeah, I was going to ask <laughs> like, that if there was guilt yeah. involved in that. And do you feel guilt in relation to your excitement as well yeah because yeah, i know right okay. now we are in probably a lot of danger that we couldn't even possibly consider and yeah. what so all i'm thinking of is we've got this what could we do yeah we've got this excited vega that then is also like well i shouldn't be so excited hmm. but also i'm excited and i can't help it um yeah. and also i wish Arafir was here yeah. okay thank you okay now i know this is going to be very jarring but you do have this creature lunging at you who goes first in the actual turn order? It's not Jude. Jude is passing to... I'm going to Lear. react. Lear's going to react. Okay, so this... Oh, yeah. It's coming at me, correct? Yes, this creature lunges directly at you. Well, I suppose my reaction would also be my action then in that case. Okay. Um, I hold my weapon up in an action to, I suppose, parry, repost it, to react to how it's coming at me. I've never seen a creature of its kind before. I don't know how it's going to attack me, and so I'm going to um, essentially just adopt a stance that uh, Jude had taught me, uh, you know, when it comes to the unknown. And uh, so my feet are squarely apart, my sword's in front of me, and I'm looking at this creature as it approaches for a chance to deflect it or parry it. Okay. okay. Go ahead and roll. Ahead and roll. Dodge. 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 Dodge me. Dodge me. Dodge you. Okay. Well, that could have gotten better, I suppose. I um, would, could I team up with Leah for this? Because something, what I was going to do was very much with this in mind. Yes, absolutely. This is a very deadly encounter. Interrupt me if you must. Do whatever you can. This is... Okay. People could die. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> How would you like to try to help him? Um, knowing that this thing is coming for Lear, I would be looking to conceal him immediately. So uh, what I'd like to do is uh, create a bright flash of light from behind me when I step in front of Lear. Seven different Lears come out and rush the thing. But at the same time, this bright flash of light has created this haze as if you've been blinded suddenly and you can't quite see straight. And Lear is concealed behind that haze, hopefully behind me. Okay, okay. This is an illusion. Um, when is your turn in the turn order? Um, it is, is it after Astraea's. Okay. So, no, second. I never used uh, my reaction Yeah. Uh, to, to be clear as well. You were gonna watch it, right? And try mm -hmm. to, yep, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll. 
your magic. <sighs> okay, I think you successfully create your illusions because I just like the imagery here and I, mm-hmm. I've i always hated it when you fail and it's just that you don't do the thing. So I think you create the illusions, but this thing is locked on him and mm-hmm. it's like he's got a blood scent for it and is just going to continue uh, to go after him. Uh, so I'm currently stood in front of Lear now with my yeah. sword and he's... Now, somewhat concealed. Because it's an 84, I think you get hit in this attack as well. So why don't you both describe what happens? Uh, He is not using a weapon. He's just using his hands, which are, his fingers are elongated and very claw-like. And it looks like his skin is made out of like bone bark. It's really weird. You've never seen anything like it before. Um, But it is going to be very sharp, um, painful, and it's going to burn when it, cuts your skin and that skin will have a hard time healing so it'll feel strange when it happens okay um the manner in which i'm holding my sword to cut to uh meet this attack i guess i'm unable to dodge or deflect it so instead uh this the strike comes across the sword but the impact the strength of the attack is so strong that it it still gets me and then rakes across the sword so should you look underneath my armor after this fight you'll see a almost like a silhouette of the sword over my chest where and then uh on either side of this uh, unmarked part of my body that's the shape of a sword you will see four long finger like tracks across my torso okay um okay vega I think this tosses me aside a little bit. Uh, I was in motion as yeah. I was spinning in front of Leah, so instead I've been uh, probably caught a shoulder, glanced and blow, and like been pushed over okay. uh, and stumble to the right. Is it um, your casting arm that you hold the? No, this okay. will be my left arm because I'm right. moving this way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Who's next, Estrella? Mm-hmm. Um. So seeing that, um, I was hoping that obviously it was not going to hit Lear, um, but no matter how reactive I am, I wasn't going to be able to jump in front of that. Um, So with that being said, uh, I remember that I have a little bit of a debt to pay uh, with the intensity of my attacks. Um, So I am going to take this as an opportunity since all I can see right now is that it's attacked. Um, So I don't know the level of intelligence. I don't know what it's trying to do other than go straight after Lear. So I'm just going to wail at it um, with as much force as I can. And uh, your intention sword. with this is to pay back your debt. So you have no intention of this actually hitting him. You just want this. Right. Because for those who don't remember, she borrowed from the future in a previous episode. So now she is paying that so that she can steal it from now. So this attack will hopefully, if she does well, will never actually um, hit this target, but it's hitting a target from a previous episode. So since we're doing time travel, and I personally believe that, like, you know, if it happened, it happened, this attack Mm -hmm. goes off. So why don't you explain to me what it looks like and what happens when the magic is taken from the future or from now? Well, the blades that we had uh, or the the kind of effect that we had placed on the blades from uh, that episode was one of wind. So you would start to see instead of like that emanating kind of energy that would be around uh, my swords from that episode. Um, instead, it looks kind of like a, a I don't know how to describe, you know, um, like a wind tunnel almost, like yeah. a Maroka's like wind tunnel from like a, 
in Yuasha or something, right? Where mm -hmm. it's just being sucked into the blade. Um, so you would see that energy kind of flowing into the gem itself, I would think, that I have inside my blade. Okay. Um, I love this. As I'm just wailing at uh, this creature. I also just realized something. So we're going to make a slight adjustment because mm -hmm. the way that this step magic has worked, I think when you take from the future or potentially the past, you won't have to roll anymore. You will just auto succeed on the thing that you are trying to do. We will roll for maybe the extent of damage or a chance of a crit, but you are purposely willingly giving up a turn in a very intense combat. So to me, I think that's that should be equal trade would be a success. You shouldn't have to roll for that uh, because you're giving something up and that is your turn. So, okay, yes, that's wonderful. Thank you. All right, who's next? I believe it's Jude now, right? Is it? Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Has Titus gone? Not yet. Oh, sorry, Titus, it's you. Yeah, Titus. I think that all of my energy is kind of fixated on figuring out if this is one of them. Got it. Okay, you want to roll for of, it? Yes, please. Um, what will you be rolling? Oh, insight. Uh, okay. Insight. And that's under your soul stat. Okay. So that means for those watching, he's using something underneath, uh, not just his, he's not just using his eyeballs. He's trying to use some sort of like feeling or gut instinct or something like that. And I think, Titus, as you're looking at this thing, you fixate on his veins if he would have them. And I think you see blood pulsing. It's like suddenly you can see these veins and you recognize that blood. This thing has feasted on you. All right. I send a message to the group telepathically. Okay. That's that's one of the ones from the cave. He is very strong. I would tense up immediately and grip my swords harder. It will and I be. I think that's all I'm doing for my turn. Yeah. Because I'm so <laughs> flabbergasted, yeah. shocked. Um, Vega, I will give you this, uh, for free. I, cause I think you would know this. Actually, I am so sorry. I think you have to roll cause this is a creature from some other when and where. Mm -hmm. Um, roll, uh, any sort of arcane knowledge or magic, whatever you want that would give you this information. Mm. I could divine it. Yep. That'll Maybe. work. Anything you want to lawyer me. Partial success. Partial success. If this thing... Oh, wait, you don't know it's feasted on him because Ollie said this is one of the ones from the cave, right, Titus? Correct. Okay, I'll give this to you now and I trust you as a role player that when it comes up, you can just role play it. Um, if he divulges or you learn that the blood is Titus's, it's going to hurt him more than any of the rest of you, including Lear. So he's very susceptible to this monster, but that might also mean that he does more damage to it? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Jude, you're up. Yeah. Um, how much, like, uh, how much possibility do we have for <laughs> thinking, like, 
first of all, I think, is it possible for me to do a roll to see if I come out of this? No, I trust you uh, as a role player. thrown? Yeah. You chose to throw yourself in character narratively, yeah. so whenever you feel narratively, it fits best. This is the absolute worst, but I pull my sword out, but I'm not moving. I'm, like, stuck. I'm, like, uh, I'm trying to think of... I'm focusing on this idea that this thing and me maybe don't belong here. Mm -hmm. uh, I know for sure that thing doesn't belong here. And if I feel like I'm similar to that thing yeah. in this moment in some way, then I definitely also don't belong here. Uh, and so I feel very shaken. And I know on one hand, mm -hmm. like it, it's almost like these instincts are trying to come out where I'm trying to move. But um, yeah, it, it's like I can't overcome that that little bit. So I think, man, so yeah, I... Uh, I think I'm out for another one. Okay. I'm rousing, but I'm not there uh, yet. Yeah, rousing. I think maybe something that will be in your mind uh, potentially is when yeah. he says this is one of the ones from the cave. Yeah. You, Your thoughts can maybe drift to, well, Titus and I are linked. Maybe this is what I'm feeling. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, that can yeah. maybe help okay. pull you out for now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, um, Creature is going to go right in front of Creature. Oh, we do have a battle map. Is everybody on the map? Uh, viewers, I will switch to it in just a second. Um, I'm, <clears throat> I am, yes. Okay. I think we're missing Vega. Got it. Yes, we're missing Vega. I'll put Vega on there. Okay, so I need you guys to, I know Titus can't, you can't move it yet, but I'm just gonna position you where you would be, right? Cause you've got these two that are now right in front of said thing, right? Jude, are you here? Yes, I'm on, I'm on there. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna say that this is where y'all are for now. Okay, so um, this creature is going to swipe um, and it has the potential to hit Vega, Lear, and Astrea. Uh, and this is technically the start of a new round. So if the reactionary folks want to have their reaction, you now have your reaction. Okay. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll. The three of you roll for defense. Roll to dodge or defend. I'd like to use that shift that I got. How much of that are we doing? Is it a 10? Um, yeah, 10 Seven. for the auto correction. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, you guys will have to let me know what your rolls are because I'm getting the map set up for Okay, I failed again there. with a 76. Oh, wow. Success okay. with a 26. Okay. Success with a 42. Okay, so um, let's have... Let's have you two who dodge go first. What does it look like? How do you either dodge or parry or whatever? How do you get out of this attack? 
Would um, I be hmm. able to use my reaction in this instance, seeing that Lear is about to get hit in order to try and defend him in some way, shape, or form, or no? Um, you can lessen the damage. I think I'd like to do that. Um, okay, yeah. So go ahead and do that. How do you do that? Um, I am just going to go ahead and force myself in front of Lear. Um, he's still going to get hit. Yeah. But it's going to be less impacted because I'm going to try and maybe thrust back on one of its other uh, hands that it's attacking with, right? Okay. Um, so I'm going to take my blades and I'm going to cross them and I'm just going to use physical force to push it back. Okay. Now you got a 26. So, mm -hmm. and, and you specifically used fluid movement um, mm -hmm. for those who can't see it, which is why I said yes to her being able to kind of like help or negate the damage. She's right next to him. Um, do you think you take any damage as well? And that's not a trick question. I'm genuinely just asking, do you think that she manages to just negate this damage for him? Or is she willingly putting herself in harm's way to get it done? I think since we're brute forcing it yeah. uh, and I am like forcing the reaction when he would have gotten the full brunt of it, um, I do think I would take a little bit of damage, yeah. Okay. Um, really, that again, that wasn't uh, any sort of trick question or anything like that. I just mm -hmm. narratively, I'm trying to understand Estrella. Like, is she, because in this moment, she's willing to put herself in harm's way for Lear and that's like, you know, right. they're kind of relatively new to each other. So I just find that interesting. So, okay, right. she will take a little bit of damage as well and she's gonna negate your damage. Um, Lear, what happens when this creature <sighs> comes at you again? It's coming again. I think I have, uh, it's only attacked me once. So I think mm -hmm. to think that I have an idea of its attack patterns is a bit naive, but I think that uh, this time around it attacks similarly to before and so I'm ready for it. And okay. um, with the help of Astrea coming in the way and uh, distracting it and helping to move me away from the brunt of the attack, um, it swipes down again. And um, you're saying this only slightly negates the damage, but doesn't completely do so, yes? That's correct, yeah. It's right. in that case, half damage. Yes. In, the, in this case, I don't think that the fingers track or dig as deeply as they did last time. I think it's more surface. My armor is more damaged than anything else. And a bit of my pride, of course. Okay. Great. I would like to use my dodge to switch my place with Leah. With my fancy footwork. It's almost like a dance. Like, um. We've just done a small dance and he hasn't you even necessarily succeed. realized. Yeah. You know? And you are the apprentice. So the only reason why I'm hesitating is because your fancy footwork is just your feet. It's not magic. Mm hmm. If you succeed on a magic roll, I will let you add the magic to this because I just think it's badass. <laughs> Ooh. Let's go. A any magic? Uh, whatever you think you... Uh, I think it would be... con. Technically, I think you're conjuring, but I don't know. It's up to you. You can do whatever okay. you want. Oof. Oof. Oh, my God. Okay, so I think what I will do is say that you can also <clears throat> negate. So now uh, Astrea takes half, you take half, and he doesn't take any. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Okay. All right. So, um, I think it still hits like you, but because she's able to do fancy footwork and kind of like uh, rotate you out of the way and get in the way, she just takes more of that brunt of the blade and you still kind of get hit and jostled, 
and your pride probably gets hit, but she takes the, uh, she takes the most of the hit right. for you. I imagine that, like, in, with her fancy footwork, she's kind of like, her shoulders on mine, and then, like, uh, yeah. as she connects, she then rolls around me and takes my position and shoves me to the side slightly. It's almost yeah. like a judo move. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. So that was my turn. Who's next? Um, I believe it would be mine then, would it not? So... In the previous round, you mentioned to Astrea that uh, you thought that maybe perhaps from now on, if you succeed in any magic that takes from the past or the or the future, uh, in its actuation, it is free, but you roll for the effect, correct? That is correct. I think that makes sense to me. I don't know about the past, but the future, okay. right? Because you can't, unless you were, for example, if you were to say like, I'm willingly giving up my turn right now, so that mm-hmm. I can have an auto success in the future in some future battle. But okay. nobody's done that yet because we only just made it up. So technically right. you can't do it in the past yet, but no. you could in the future as long as you remember to pay that debt. And if you don't pay that debt, something bad's going to happen. I'm going to take my sword out of the... Well, the sword's already out of the hilt, sorry. And uh-huh. I'm going to turn the flat of the sword at this creature. Those who have seen Lear fight before, they might notice that I'm holding it and it's a bit heavier and it has been for a while, in fact. It still has a dull kind of thrum to it as it moves around the air freely uh, as I move it. And I'm going to try and hit this creature on the thigh with with the flat of my sword as I cast the second dance of Penance and Reprieve, which is, of course, the Penance part because it's backwards. Does it have a shift or no? Because this is from something I used on Jude. Yeah, I think so. Okay, of 10, 20? I say 20. Okay. Your your relationship with Jude is very strong. Fingers crossed here. Okay, 27. Okay, what happens? Dude. Oh my God, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) So, as... Vega rolls over me and pushes me to the side. I bring out the sword, and you see, as I move it across the air, it almost leaves a mirror image behind it, as the runes on the sword glow, uh, dull gold. I then bring the flat of the sword and swing it horizontally towards the knee of this creature, and it's not a swing that one might think might be to, you know, behead somebody of my height. It's a bit slower, it's a bit more practice. This sword is heavy, and it looks heavier than it is, and it looks heavier than I've used it before. For some reason, it just is. As I connect the sword to this creature's knee, you hear this almost like the sound of metal on metal, like a dull kind of like a great iron door being opened up and as it does you'll see if you look closely enough the runes on the sword fade out and as they do the area around this creature's knee starts to glow but it's not the knee that you should be focusing on as as this connects you then see its thighs burst you see it a wound appear around its neck. Jude, you you may recognize these wounds from previous battles we've had before as I have been absorbing injuries from people and storing them into this weapon in this way. The injuries you see here are a reflection of the injuries that Jude had taken in with the lizard fight the previous day. 
I think in this moment, Jude, and we've kept this a secret, in this moment, you know you would have died had he not done this. You see yeah. that you suffered so greatly, but you see that, okay, this is what was left over of those wounds. Yeah. Those would, I would have, yeah. Certainly died. Dude, yeah. I then quickly take a step back and uh, go back into formation. Who's next? I literally have no idea. <laughs> Dude, if that doesn't snap Jude out of it, come on. You bro, should, I'm bro, here. go next. It's you. It's you. Okay. <laughs> I see this, and suddenly it's like uh, when you're kind of completely dissociated and then something snaps you back to reality and it's like zoom and I'm here now um I think I'm still not 100% I'm now reacting as I've trained my whole life I see him doing this uh this incredible thing I have these thoughts about how I would have died and now it is just full-on pure Jude training so I am going to lunge forward and uh, try and take off as much limb as possible of this creature with my sword. Alright. And Go do I still roll. get the 20 you shift? Do. You because do. Because of my... Because you willingly... Yep. Oh my god! It is the same number Dude, as rolled. What the fuck? What? I don't know why that freaks me out so much, but it does. And I think something extra should happen. So just make it extra gushy when you do it. I mean, not the blood and the arm coming off, but just like give it some oomph. I think because Lear just did this magic and I um, have, you know, I grew up with him. We're like intrinsically connected. I go to bring this sword down mm -hmm. and the light that Lear has put within this creature yes. is is the blood that is coming out. So now it's almost as if the light exists within this creature. It's taking over its innards and it explodes out. So it's like beams of sun god rays are coming out of this wound. Dude, that is amazing. Also, I totally forgot. When you guys roll match like that, you get to combo yeah. a move. So Lear, oh. what do you do in this moment to add to the narrative? Um. Well, I suppose it's kind of already in effect, right? The yeah. wounds itself, the uh, the blood that's emanating from this creature has shifted from being its own to being, well, it's ignited by this magic that uh, we have created together. Dude. Oh my god, Bro. I love it. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, I don't know. who's next? <laughs> I mean, maybe perhaps I, like, flourish my sword, resheath it, and as it sheaths, there's a minor explosion from the wounds. I don't Yay, know. Yay, I like that. All the right. explosion okay. of like fire or light or something like that. I, I really, really, really dig that. Um, okay. So I think actually before whoever goes next, I think this creature, I think it's good to note that this being has not stopped having eye contact with you, Lear. It doesn't care right. about anybody else. It's not stopped looking at you. However, this particular combo of... of destructive move that you guys have done uh, does make him stumble backward for a second and then he glances to Titus and then back to you. I see. Now who's next? I just look at it and I shout, I'm your quarry here! And I just stay where I am, I suppose. 
Um, did I, did you use a reaction, Astoria? So it's, I used it at turn? the beginning of the rotation. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I suppose it would be me next. Yep. Um, okay, all of those um, illusory leers that ran towards this creature, they actually ran past it, and now they're all going to turn around and. Uh, in their hands, there are uh, ropes, and they're all going to attempt to grapple this creature by throwing ropes around its neck and pulling back. So there's seven illusory leers behind it, all trying to restrain it right now. Okay. Wow. Amazing. All right, roll for that. Oh, you did. 41. Success. Success. I love it. <sighs> all um, right. So right now, it will be restrained at the neck. Um, okay. And I imagine it, as it stumbled back, it's partially because of this Because sort of, of this. Tethering. Okay. That I like that. I like that. And because you were able to kind of like tug at its neck, that's when it broke eye contact and looked at mm -hmm. Titus and then back. Okay. I like that a lot. Um, so because you're using uh, in a, in a move of yours to restrain, um, this creature is going to have to roll something to be able to do something next round to get out of this restraint or to be able to do something. Um, okay. Who's next? I believe it is Titus, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, narrator, I would like to try a combo spell attack, okay. if you don't mind. Sure. With whom? Or what? Or um, when? It's more of a <clears throat> a combination of Vega's uh, constraint on yes. the creature. Yes, okay. Yeah, so you want to take uh, advantage of her restraining it. Yeah, okay. Yes. I imagine that I cannot see this creature very well. I don't have exactly line of sight from where... I'm currently standing right there being blocked. I mean, by. it is like nine feet tall, so I'm, you can probably see it. It's oh. very, it's very large. It's very large. Okay. Wonderful. I still think I'm going to try and do the combo attack yep. with Vega's spell anyways. Yeah, I would absolutely. like to use unseen hand to push myself up in the air. Okay. And then I would like to cast Goliath's web and try to put a layer of web on him, making the restraints even greater Stronger. in addition okay. to... Vega's constraint. Okay. Um, I say yes and to this. Uh, if you succeed, it will lose its turn. I won't even get to roll. He just loses his action next turn. Excellent. What? What? Uh, um, uh, bro. What? There it is. <laughs> it's a 33. I know what happens. I know what happens. Raz, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. You do, okay, you do this. You you have, you fucking do this unseen hand. And I imagine that Titus just suddenly in this moment, because he's been kind of overtaken by this fear. I think we see him just suddenly take a deep breath, calm himself. He raises one hand, does a sweeping motion down to the ground, and it levitates him up into the air, and he maybe spreads his hands out, and then we just see this, like, webbing spin up from the ground and wrap this creature up. And then Raz appears. Raz, how do you show up? Oh, um... I think what you see first is two crossbow bolts slam into this creature, um, into the chest, and then one of them disappears, and in its place you see Raz with his blade in its chest and replacing the crossbow that had just landed. Um, but this isn't your Raz. This is not your Razroth. Um, he's in uh, a hooded cloak that's red. It seems to be, have been through a lot. It's been 
ripped up, um, sewn back together, patched up. He's wearing um, deep brown leather um, leather armor, and in his hand, in the other hand, one hand he has a, a almost like scimitar, too too short to be a scimitar, too long to be a dagger, somewhere in between. And the other hand, a crossbow, as he le- lets his weight drag down this um, creature and then jumps off. Um, same size as the Razos you know, but seems to be a bit leaner, um, much more of uh, much more dexterous and of cooking their feet than the Razos you know. And he lands in front of, um, in between Lear and this creature. Um, <sighs> Glad you could make oh. it, brother. We will talk about that later. And. What? <laughs> Do I get an action? Yeah, yeah. Or, okay, oh, yeah, cool. he rolled a 33, dude. <laughs> this fucking thing's restrained. Do your worst. Let's go. Um, cool, perfect. Okay, in that case, um, you see Razoff very quickly, very deftly put another bolt into their crossbow and fire it upwards. And um, he's going to, I'm going to use some, I'm going to use my summoning to switch places the. Um, Actually, no, it's, it's restrained. I don't want to get it out of his restraints. So I think what I'm going to actually oh, do... Oh, he I'm won't. Going to... He rolled a 33. Won't? He, he won't. Do whatever cool badassery you want to do. He ain't getting out of there. <laughs> Probably what will happen is that if you slice it and the restraints are gone, they just web back. They just kind of grow back okay. up. Yeah. Okay. Do whatever you want. Um, so yeah, okay, then. I think what happened is then, um, as I came, I shot a few bolts into it, and I'm going to use summoning to basically bounce, switch places of each bolt that I've placed into this creature, and when I appear in one spot, stab into it, and I appear in the next spot, stab into it, and keep doing that until I've used up all of the bolts that I've set up. Um, because for the, the narrator to know, um, each of my bolts, the fletching fletching of it has some blood, some of my blood on it, just to make the switching with it easier. Um, so, Dude, just that kind is of how you me, do! <laughs> yes! He's become our red flash. <laughs> Um, So would this be summoning or do I just do the attack or do do I have to do both? Um, So either or. So whichever one is stronger, roll that one, but then add a shift that is equal to or the highest amount you can of the secondary stack because you're using the two together. So for example, if you're stronger in body, roll that and then add 20 shift if your magic is stat is 20. 10 if it's 10. Okay, my body stat is mm-hmm. sixty. Mm-hmm. Uh, my your your attacking stat or your governing? Yeah, my attacking. Yeah, my okay. attacking stat is sixty. Jesus Christ, Raz! All right, um, okay. My summoning stat is fifty-five. So what do I do there? So I roll sixty. I roll my combat, but then my summoning is. I can't math. Does yeah. that mean you only have a five percent <laughs> chance of failing? I think that's what that means, right? I don't know why I add to it, so I have no idea. I think, <laughs> I think we just need to, I think you just roll a d100 and we have to math it. We just have to know that it's body plus your magic. So I'm pretty sure that means, right? Am wait, I an idiot, 60, guys? Wait, I have to, it'll, 60 plus 55 is 105. Yeah, there's so no you way. Can't fail. Yeah. So you can't fail. You can't fail. Okay. Yeah, oh so my God. So, let, so, okay. So let's, let's do, let's half? give you, yeah, let's do half uh-huh. then. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense, yeah. Jesus okay. fuck, dude. Still, you're <laughs> such a badass. Um, so that'd be like, what, 27? 27 shift? <laughs> 25, 25 success. success. Okay, what happens? Nice. 
So yeah, you see, um, when I originally appeared, I shot some bolts into it, and you can probably tell that the bolts weren't really made to deal damage. They were just there to get into the the nooks and crannies of this creature. And the way I placed the bolts as well, I clearly know where to hit. It wasn't like aiming for body mass, I was aiming for joints and um, typically hard to hit spots. And as those hit, almost immediately I appear with my um, scimitar, dagger, hybrid, stab into it and disappear and reappear where another bolt hit, stab my scimitar into it and do that, I think probably three times, I've probably got three bolts in. So do that three times before jumping off them and landing in front of, in between Lear and this creature. Dude, that's so cool! Okay, oh my god, okay. Um, I actually think because of that 33 and narratively, I just think it's fucking dope. And also this thing is really difficult and hard to kill. And I'm worried it's actually gonna kill one of you. Um, you've successfully restrained it. I'm gonna say you guys just get a whole other round of attacks and it can't do shit. So let's go ahead and go. I think narratively it would be super cool if we got to see Raz do another one immediately after this one, because that's just like, what the fuck? He just came <laughs> out of nowhere. And then, okay, so Raz, you go ahead and go first. Oh, boy. okay then. Um, yeah. Okay, I know what I'm going to do. Um, Raz's whole thing is this whole switching things, places with things. Um, so I think what he's going to do is... Um, I guess I need to ask this first. If I cause this creature to fall from the sky, would it land in one turn or would it be like the next time where it actually hits? I think that's up to you. Okay. I'd want it to hit like in the same turn. Uh, so you just want turn. to pick it up and throw it down on the ground? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go for Essentially. it. Essentially. Yeah. Um, so. I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's restrained. So I think actually narratively, yeah. we can say that it will hit in the same turn but that's what maybe breaks the restraints so that it can move next okay. time or loosens them i don't want him to feel responsible for setting this creature free but narratively yeah. the creature has to get its turn back next time so maybe it has oh, something to actually, do with it this i have i have an idea mm -hmm. these chains around the trees yes i see them right yes so you do they, like, they do not okay. but you do yep mm-hmm what? Do I? Oh, they. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Do I? Do I think, or am I aware that these could restrain a creature? Oh, a thousand percent. They're restraining the evil tree. You should. Oh, okay. You should be able to use them to restrain the. Uh... I would like to aim my crossbow mm -hmm. and get like a glancing blow off this creature. Like I want to like chip it and take some of it off as the bolt slams into the tree maybe. Okay, yep. and then I would like to cause this creature to switch places with the bolt within these um, chains on the tree. Oof, okay, that is that is very tricky because you're only taking yeah. a tiny chunk from this thing, but I like yeah. it and the, the, the application, how you do it is correct, right? Like you could just try to switch place, to have it switch places, but because you're going through the trouble of trying to get a physical piece of this creature, it's gonna make it easier for you to cast this magic. Um, so go yeah. ahead and try to roll this spell um, and go ahead and give yourself <sighs> a 10 shift for it. Okay. Uh, I closed my character sheet, so I thought it up again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with a 10 shift. Okay. A failure. So I think you still manage to clip it with your with your crossbow. Um, you get a piece, but you can't get him to fully switch. 
You know, okay. like the intent was yeah. there. It's possible. You just couldn't pull it off. I think you see um, this Razzroth reach out and grab something invisible. Um, very similar to how the Razzroth you know does as they try to pull the threads um, connected and try and switch places with them, but it, it seems taut. Like, you see them struggle with something invisible as they try to chug, but it doesn't quite work. And they ready themselves again with their scimitar in hand. All right. Who's next? I think Jude, you are, right? Because now you're back okay. on the turn order. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> I've just witnessed the most insane stuff. Yeah. So, um... Oh, by the way, yeah. you, he doesn't belong here either, so that might make you feel better, too. Like, you see, like, you feel yeah. the same thing, so it's not that yeah. you're a monster, it's just something is weird going on. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to... Um... There is a thought that crosses my mind, mm -hmm. and it's a very brief one that I want to push aside, but I think it might be important. Uh, because we've just heard all about this other Lear, mm -hmm. and because all of this is happening now, mm -hmm. um, and I mm -hmm. feel this feeling within mm -hmm. me and all this stuff, I am beginning to wonder, where is my Lear? It's just a thought that floats through my mind for a second and then I'm going to immediately just push it aside and then continue fighting this creature. I'm just going to take my sword and attack it. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Roll to attack it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 43. Okay. Partial success. Partial success. What happens? This you will you will partially succeed, but I, I need you all to know that this this creature doesn't even really react to this at all. It doesn't look like this partial success is doing any damage to it, or okay. if it is, okay. it's very small. Yeah, I think it's just that the last one that I did was so intense and impactful, yeah. and I'm now just uh, switching back to regular blows. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, and so it really is just kind of like me with a sword attacking a, a being. Um, so there's really only so much that I think that can do. Uh, yeah. That I'm. I I think I notice that too. Um, technically, I don't think even if you had a shift because it's restrained, it would change that from a partial, would it? Or would it? It, it would. It would because. The, yeah, she has a 40. If it had a 10 shift, it'd be a 33, so yeah. she would... Yeah, so yeah, you have a shift. Wait, yeah. sorry, what? It would be a what? It would be a 30-30. It would be a 33. <laughs> yeah. If it yeah. was a 10 shift, it would be a 33. Yep. Um, so I guess I'm like God or something? Yeah, Is that we're what's just happening? Gonna, we're just going to retcon that. And what, <laughs> what happens? Because you do a lot okay. of damage to it. How, um, do we get, how do we get those? multiple procession to me yeah it's that level it's, up dude <laughs> yeah 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 up. i was really hoping the level up would make a big difference against this thing so all right okay so it this is up a twice off screen now. by the way yeah go ahead okay uh i have this thought and um and i uh instead of being like oh i'm you know galvanized by this uh 
attack that I just did, and now I'm just using regular swordsmanship now. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually the reverse. It's I'm galvanized by this thing I just did, and I no longer feel like I'm doing just normal swordsmanship. Even though perhaps technically that is what I'm doing, I think I feel greater than the swordsmanship that I've ever done. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I don't know if that light is still there in the space, um, but yeah. I feel like I feel that the light is still there in that space. And so I, I think I'm just, perhaps I'm just um, blinded by the glory that is this experience right now. Yeah. Okay. You can take a limb or something if you like. I will take its arm off. Yes. Okay. Which one? Uh, its left arm. Okay. Its left arm is gone. Falls I'll take to a the drumstick. ground. Yeah. It's weird because no blood pours out of this creature when that happens. It just like hits the ground with a sick, wet smack, and then that's it. And it kind of doesn't even acknowledge it. Oh, that. Sorry. I was going to say that could maybe also help why it gets out of the restraints because there's less yeah, to restrain. There's less to restrain. Good. Who's next? Um, I'd like to react. Sure. If possible. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the reaction is. So this creature for. Mm-hmm. is now getting out of the restraints. As uh, it will we're... at the end of the turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, and is it still eyeing Lear? Yes. I want to play with a little bit of something. Um, so we'll see what you think. Mm -hmm. I would like to take, if I can find some sort of fragment of this creature's, like, worst nightmares, Mm -hmm. and I'd like to apply it to Lyra as some sort of illusory veil. Okay, yes. So, to be clear, can I ask how you are doing this, like, magic-wise? Because I think the equal trade is it has to come from somewhere, and I think I know what's happening. It will no longer be afraid of its worst fear. That's right. Um, okay. Well, then I guess it doesn't really. Ab- oh no, God, my brain. No, no, no. Because here's the thing. Essentially, what you would be doing, and I love this because it it is an equal trade in my opinion. So if you are right. summoning, let's say that Vega's worst fear is a huge spider. You can summon now a huge spider from her worst fear. It is no longer her worst fear, but there's still a huge ass spider there to then attack and be on your side to do damage. Right. So is it going to cripple her in fear? No, and she will no longer be afraid of it. But now you've summoned up a, you've conjured a creature from her mind because fear is such a powerful um, descriptor in a way. Like she will know what that thing looks like. And so you can just pluck it from her brain. And I think that's such a cool way to cast magic. So yeah, go ahead and roll for that. Um, And you can have a shift, a 10 shift only, because you're taking it from his brain, but also it's a foreign entity creature. And is it even really afraid of anything? Who knows? Right. So we're going to find out. Okay. 42 for a partial. I have to, I have to roll some things. Somebody else go. I'm going to circle back to that because I need my dice. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I choose to react defensively, so um, it's not my turn next. Um, um, are you choosing to react defensively again this turn, even though it can't do anything? It can't attack oh. you, so you can go ahead and get an attack in. Oh, I see. Um, well, in that case, that changes everything. I'm going to... Uh, 
I'm going to step off Vega in a way that we have before. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. How close is Jude? Because I would like to use a move that we have practiced before. Uh, let me look at the thing. She's, like, somewhat behind you. I don't know if she's moved at all. I'll let you guys decide. I, oh, she had to. She I went up and I had hit it to. with the sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is close. I'm right here, yeah. All right. In that case, I, I can't move my car, my character, but I'm going to move here. And when I do, I just go, uh... <laughs> I go, Vega! Jude! Trebuchet! And then, uh, as I say that, they're going to put their swords to the ground, and I'm going to put one foot onto where their swords cross and then turn on my heel to face the creature. Then they're going to kneel down and, like, uh use their knees and the armored knees as like uh, basically fulcrums and launch me into the air towards this creature and I'm gonna try and stab it in the face fuck yeah yes <laughs> yes roll for that please alright anime is all oh. heck is that uh, with your shift for that oh, oh no. I, I didn't use my shifts no okay so I think if, you, if you've got 20 shifts, somebody else do the math for me. I can't do it. 66. 66. <gasps> what? Uh-oh. That would be a fail on that would be a, Yeah. That would it would be, still be a fail, yes. It would be a fail, and it would be double fails, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. So I actually think the move is super badass, and I want it to succeed. So I think it's anime as fuck, and we see that. We see the launching. He goes in to stab it in the face, but if you'll remember from the description earlier, his face is fully armored. He doesn't even have a mouth. The only thing that you can really see is the glowing eyes, but he's got this mm -hmm. weird pointed, like, bone wood mask. It's very bizarre. Um, so I right. think you go to stab it, and um, it, you hit nothing, right? It just immediately bounces back. And because it's a doubles critical failure, you will take mm -hmm. damage. Um, it's restrained, so I don't know how it manages to get you, does it? I probably hurt myself on it. This creature is nothing like, you know... It does it, have those spikes it coming does, out of it. And so I'm maybe, looking at those spikes, yeah. so maybe I tear myself against them as I launch the past. Okay. I'm just basically in dart mode, so as I, I we basically just overshoot and uh, maybe perhaps I snap off one of those things as I fall back behind it. Okay. All right. That works. You just hear me uh, clatter behind him, and uh, I can't move myself, so could you please move yeah. me here? Absolutely. And I will see why you guys can't move. Just give me one second. There you go. You should be able to now. Okay, who's next? Um, I can go next. Yep. I would like to, um, having seen this creature and having some vague knowledge of, uh, perhaps the way it interacts with its own world, because I've, whilst I don't know it's taken Titus's blood, I know there's something going on with the way it interacts with the world in this world. Yeah. And I also know it has a relationship possibly to me through Lear. So whatever, if this is some mirror image of Lear, um, I feel like there's maybe a connection there that I'd like to exploit. And I'd like to take some of its memories. I'd like to divine into it and take a sample of its memories and try and understand what it is and what its world is like. Just a fraction to take back to Erifer. 
Jesus Christ. Okay. I love this. And I think it ties in with Estrella's taking memory as well. So is it cool yeah. if you guys like, I don't know, stop me if this is, over. I don't want to overstep, but like, I just see you guys like exchanging a look and then you both go in to do this magic together. Like you're going in to get, like, it's just something, you know, you're going to do. You're going into the mind. And we see Estrella, yeah. um, what does it look like when you basically conjure this thing's worst nightmare from it? Careful not to describe the actual creature. I'll do that part, but I want to see what it looks like when you actually do this magic. And Well, I think it also kind of depends in terms of like how we're doing it. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I think that... Uh, my way of using magic is trying to channel it again through the gem in my swords yep. so that I don't have to uh, have everything go crazy. Um, so I think I would uh, go ahead and cross my swords and I'd raise them up. And it's kind of also similar to that energy that when it was sucking the wind in, except it's coming straight from that thing. And I think that it's like this black kind of shroud almost that's being sucked into the blades themselves. And it's kind of also, since I'm trying to apply it to Lear, it goes from the gem and the blade kind of creating another beam. Instead, that beam turns from that black into like this vapor almost, like a purple vapor. And it goes towards Lear and starts to kind of uh, shroud him. Uh. Okay. Okay. I need to know, Vega, what does it look like when you are robbing memories and I have to type something to somebody real quick? Um, there will be a... Uh, upon If it's successful, I would be... Uh, my eyes would roll back slightly and I think their eyes would as well. And it would be like this exchange um, between us um, where it doesn't see anything and in fact would be very confused for a short time. Um, and I will probably be quite disoriented for a moment as well. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. It's very subtle. There's no, like, big sign that anything's happening. Okay. And did you already roll for this? No. Okay, let's go for it. Do I have a shift? Because Australia's already in his brain. That is some good lawyering. Yes, you may have 10% shift. God, that was good. Do that, please. Do that forever and a day. Okay, 78 failure. Okay, so... This is gonna fuck you up. I apologize in advance, but there's no other way for me to present this. I think you're gonna see memories of your childhood, but from Lear's perspective. God. No. I'm sorry. Okay, now, Astraea is summoning up this creature's worst fear to help in battle, right? And you are making it a protective shield over Lear? Right, so it's basically the intent was to make Lear into like a visual of what that person's or that creature's worst fear is. Okay. But if we're plucking it from now, it's not going to be as effective. So what if we plucked it from the future? Meyer, I would just like to point you to our DMs. It's like I fucking knew what was going to happen. Okay, yes, okay. you may absolutely pluck it from the future. Meyer, please describe what future Lear looks like. Um, it's important that you answer this question to me real quick in DMs. No. No. As in you. Okay. Ah, in that case, 
what this creature would see would be similar enough in terms of body and stature, but uh, I think that maybe perhaps the way this illusion works is that maybe perhaps it's a layer on top of me. I kind of fade behind this other me who looks very similar, but um, the clothing he's wearing is different. I tend to wear this uh, this battle shift that I've been wearing since we escaped, this uh, short sleeve chainmail, this cape, uh, the yellow tabard, but um, what he sees before him is somewhat different. This Lear is wearing this resplendent, almost gaudy, golden armor. It's, um, it's ornate. This is not the armor of somebody from, like, Blake God. This is a, uh, help me out here. It is the a cosmic. god. This is like, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Right. Yes, this is something that you might see a rendition of a god or a statue in a cathedral wearing. It's heavy. Uh, the Lear un- underneath this armor isn't wearing a helmet either. The tattoos you see on his forehead are no longer black. Uh, they seem to almost spider out a bit to the sides as well, and they are kind of golden. Golden like the sword that you saw before, the runes that were emanating during that first attack. His face is looking towards this creature defiantly. One eye seems to be faded out in the left, and his face, while contorted with this vision of conviction and uh, for this creature, is scarred in a very uh, intricate way. It's almost as if there are circles going around his face, as if bound by chains or something around uh, his uh, his face. And uh, he's equal parts terrifying and glorious, this Lear, this god. And uh, I think that as my Lear, myself, stares towards this creature and opens my eyes and speaks to him defiantly, he can't hear me, but as my mouth opens, you see light come out of my mouth, and I think he thinks it's the end, but it's just me reeling in pain, but uh, to him, he is terrified. This is his fear come to life. This is what he he has come to stop. I'm so sorry. Do any of us else see that? <laughs> Does anyone else see that? I, How do I react to this? I Okay, here's the thing. My gut says, my gut says that no one should see it except Astraea because how fucking cool would that be? But also, yes. come on, man. So why don't you each roll for it? Can I roll? Yep, <laughs> roll for it. Because that was so amazing. Like, it would change so much if even one of you saw it. I think so. they would see it, but they wouldn't maybe understand how the hell it happened. Yeah, maybe. and also like you have to keep in mind you're seeing this like god-like leer, but we don't know. You wouldn't know it's his worst fear. You wouldn't know that it's future mm-hmm. leer. All you're seeing is a beefed up god version of leer. So maybe your character doesn't or maybe you don't know what is exactly happening here. Ooh, can I say that I succeed here because perhaps in looking in these memories uh, and in failing to do that it's almost like something else happens and like this little short circuit happens and I instead see this godlike Lear. Yes. I think I'm the only one who succeeded. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And in fact, in fact, in fact I think um, oh my god, yes. A thousand percent I think you 
it bleeds into the other. So I think you will experience your um, childhood from Lear's point of view, and then you will kind of maybe very rapidly see a Lear that is like, you know, your experience growing up. And then you see this thing's worst fear being a end game leer, as it were. And so I think not only do you see this, but you comprehend that this is its greatest fear. And that Astraea has summoned this up, which is crazy magic. So yeah. Okay, but I, anybody else succeed? I got a partial no. success. Did you add um, a shift? Because I did not add a okay. shift. All right. That's okay. I added no shift. Um, but ha- is it possible then because of perhaps the nature of what's going on and then my connection to both Lear and Vega, maybe I don't see the full image, but maybe I actually see the glory yes. feeling that is coming from this God-tier Lear is coming from the Lear I see before me. Yes. <laughs> yes! I collapse to my knee holding my sword in front of me, and I bow bow. to him. Yes. What? Okay. Ah, Sorry, that was so fucking cool, dude. Because you don't know that that we've seen it from this thing's mind. You just see this as lit. I I feel the magic, and I see what's going (sighs) on in terms of the lighting, but I see that it's coming from our, like, from Lear. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Raz, you rolled an 80. Um, which is technically a failure, but I'm going to say you don't see it as an illusion. You see it, but what happens is, is you go, this is the one. This is the one you've been looking for. This is the one you need. And he's in grave danger now (laughs) because they know it too, I'm sure. Yeah. I think you see like, so I couldn't position myself on a map, but I am stood not directly in between now, especially with god leer leering down at um this creature but i just give a quick glance over my shoulder and then just probably even saw myself even more than before i think previously i'd been like this is just a leer i just need to make sure they don't get him but now i'm seeing this is the leer so i have to make sure they don't get him um so i, I get you a bit can more have serious. like a shift for this serious determination if you like same okay. uh, with you, Jude. You can have a shift on your next couple of rolls uh, because you, like, you know, you feel invigorated and inspired. And in fact, why don't that, can that just be a bonus of your move, Astrea? Like, not only do you summon up this creature, like, that seems like an equal trade to me, right? You've summoned mm-hmm. up this creature, this illusion to protect him, but it's kind of like a boon, and I love boon magic. So, right. for the next three yeah. rounds, should we just all have a plus 10 shift? Yeah. Yes. I'm not awesome. that, yeah. Fuck yeah, that makes sense to me. I can be generous, but don't worry. Someone's probably going to die by the end of this. But yeah, <laughs> let's go. Okay, is there anybody else's turn before the creature breaks free and does a thing? I don't believe I've gone yet. All right, go, my friend. Narrator, I would like to do something I haven't done since the beginning of the show. Okay, I love that. What is it? I'm ready. Am I ready? Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. I feel slightly more at ease. There's become this motif of every time things get dark, Raz shows up, at least for me. Yes. 
He breaks the cage, frees me with all these other lovely companions. We're fighting this demon monster, and he appears in a very incredible way. Saved you as and a I kid, think, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I'm not as scared to try and look into the future or the past anymore. So I would like to try to divine into the past and see if anything has ever defeated this creature before and in what manner as I'm floating down in the air. And I think I take a deep breath and close my eyes as I'm levitating down and... Okay, I fucking love that. You are absolutely able to do that. But to be clear, this means you are reaching in this creature's past to see if it has been defeated before, correct? You're pulling from its like mind and memory? Okay. Yeah. So you can roll this with your 10 shift that Astraea's boon has given you. However, I will let you know that if you take a piece of this creature or you can use something to amplify it, it will give you a much better chance at succeeding. So would you like to try to take a piece of... Yeah, okay. All right, so let's do that then. Uh, Go ahead and roll to how you're going to do that. And just for flavor text, I'm going to take a bite out of my thumb. Yep. And put it on my forehead. Okay. Because I know that it has this link between us of blood. That's not flavor text. That is a boon. That is a a (laughs) bonus. That is you using your brain and being like, hey, this should make it stronger. So yes, absolutely, you can do that. So I'm just going to say, you don't have to try. You just pick up the fucking arm that's on the ground. You just pick that up and that's what you're going to use. So describe what this looks like as you are able to kind of like, you try to divine this information and then go ahead and roll with a bucket 30 shift because I think Estrella's boon should count on top of your normal shifts. So yeah. So as I'm floating down in the air with my eyes closed, I have my arms spread very wide and the arm actually shoots into my hand from a distance and oh. evaporates oh, for a I moment. Oh, I thought you meant like it, you wore it, but you mean like that you're grabbing it. That would also be it. very cool. Yeah. I, I would be down for that as well, but no, that would be radical as well. And the arm dissipates, falling into small spiders onto the ground. Can I, I add fe- something to this? Of course. I like please. the idea that because you've made the connection about your blood and you've applied it to your forehead, that the hand when you make the gestures to call the hand to you the hand is mimicking the same gestures you are because that's fucking yes. sick dude yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah okay all right so that happens and then and then i take a deep breath and try and look into the sea of past memories of mr orc okay ah! i'm so sorry what did you just say what did you just oh my god you should not have called him by his name you called him I am using that, dude. You called him by his name and you rolled the 99 because you did it, dude. Holy shit. Okay. Oh my god. Damn. I missed Titus. (laughs) He was cool, wasn't he? Okay. I. uh, Okay. Now we have to get this serious. Like, I'm freaking out, but also now I'm realizing the gravity of the situation because you just tried to reach into its mind. Um. Bro, okay. what did you do, bro? <laughs> yeah, um, I, 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 I 99. I have oh rolled a 55, God. which is not great. That's doubles. So I think that means, Titus, unless someone can break you out of this, you are going to be trapped in your previous encounters with this creature. But unfortunately, when you were actually encountering this creature, 
they gave you the generosity of living through previous memories where you and Estrella were going to the, you know, beach or whatever it was that you were doing. Now, when you re-experience these memories and for every moment that you go back and relive this in the future, you will never remember it the way you actually experienced it. You will now remember the truth of the situation. And that is that this thing and other creatures like it literally feasted on you, had their mouths on your arms and were taking your blood. And this Points. went on for months. Yes. Of order. Yes. Are you going to please stop is, me? Because this is horrible and I hate myself. I'm going to lie awake for four hours 19, tonight. Unless the 99 yeah. is too strong, we haven't counted the 30 shift yet. I think 99 plus the 55 is pretty strong. But do you have an, a counter offer, Lear? You are in god mode at the moment. I'm, if you make it juicy enough, I may accept. At this time, I do not have a counter offer. I just thought that maybe math would help for once. <laughs> <laughs> because when it would have been learn, a six. It never helps. <laughs> because it would have been a sixty-nine instead. That would be nice enough, but I guess not. No, it included a shift. It looks like. Are the shifts yeah. not going through? I think no, it, the, the shift doesn't I'm, go through. The way I'm yeah. understanding shifts is that the shift doesn't change your role. It changes what you have to roll under. Yes, that so is correct. It, so with the shift, you have to roll under a 95 rather than a 65 to get uh, oh. to get a partial success. Wait, no, um, because the shift is supposed to help him. So it should make that number lower, right? No, because yeah. since it's, it's a higher rules. number, it's easier to get under it since it's a higher number. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right, you're yeah. right, you're right. Don't listen to me. Listen to the person who programmed the sheet and Drac because they know what they're talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay, that makes sense to me. So it is working. Yay! Uh. Okay. okay, I'll keep an eye out and see if that's the... If it's not the case, we need to change it. Um, I think I'm going to stick with this because it was the 99 and the 55, and I'm so okay. sorry. And you said his name. Uh, you did say his name. Yeah. I think, I think I'm so sorry, but I think that's basically what's going to happen. And I mean, at least it's only your memories. When you think about it, you've, so no, you've been so nice to what us this entire time. All right. Giving us really? all the bonuses. I'm, little, us. I'm feeling a little guilty, but yeah, that is it. I'm sorry. You, this, you... this week on Gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are we but our memories? I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think, I think probably you, uh, it, initially I was going to say you would lose uh, two rounds because of the shock of this, but I will say that because of the 69 potentially, we don't know if that's actually what's happening. Uh, you won't, if you don't want to, you don't have to be stunned into not moving, but this is probably pretty horrific because the whole time you've been, you've ever thought about this or when you actually experienced this, you didn't know what was happening to you, but now you know exactly what was happening to you and you probably know what it feels like. Like all of that stuff that was blocked from you before about actually experiencing the moment you are experiencing right now. So it's probably pretty painful. We might see Titus fall to the ground and start screaming and grabbing his arms and stuff. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that is exactly what happens unless you have something else to add Titus. Uh, narrator, if you don't mind, I would mm -hmm. like to be suspended in the air in an exorcism-like state, kind of convulsing yep. violently. Yep. Yes, yes, thank you. And then I'll fall to the ground. I also would like to take two, two rounds of yeah. suspension. Okay, yep. I think that that's. I think that that makes sense because this is Excellent. pretty. Hurt. I. Oh my God! Wait, can you be suspended in the air exactly the way you were suspended? 
Of course. Yeah, he's suspended dude. in the web he's that he made the... to hold the creature. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is exactly right, dude. The web unfurls from the creature and comes up and then like almost crucifix style puts Titus in the air the way he was held up when you guys rescued him. Dude, what the uh. fuck? Big oof. Okay. Who's next? Is it my turn? I think it's my turn. I think you were the last one, my friend. Okay. Um, the arm begins to grow back. He does not have it this round, but it is starting to regenerate. Um, it is going to go ahead and make two attacks. Normally, it can do one attack that hits three of you that are in close range, but it's actually going to do now two attacks, two each. So I think it's going to always prioritize Lear normally. However, this is his worst fear. So I think that is going to defer it to the nearest people other than Lear for just this round, this initial shock round of that. Um, okay, so that means I think- by the way, I would be here, by the way, with the way I position myself. Yep, okay. I was too so big, I, think I couldn't shrink myself down. So. Big Raz. Raz, you are a, a target. Uh, Astrea, you're a target. And then that means Jude and uh, Vega. So everybody roll uh, to dodge. You do still have your shift from Estrella. Don't forget your 10. Okay. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. I would like to react. Yes, to you may. protect Jude. Yes, you may. Um, <laughs> I'm bowing. I'm bowing, right. so I can't see shit. Yep. It's still day, right? Yes. Um, well, in that case, I would like to take from the heat of the sun as the sun casts the heat on the sand on the ground and absorb the heat, absorb that, that potential from the sun and cast, like, drive sand between Jude and the creature. And as it does, I would like to magically superheat the sand and then cool it to turn it into a tempered glass to protect her. Dude, yes! You may do that! Roll for that! Please win! Okay. <laughs> That's so cool! Please um, <laughs> roll I want that! That is... I want that in my book that lives in my mind of this story for the rest of time. So we have a 10 shift, but then would it be... Like are, what? Are you gonna lawyer me as well for another 10? Because of your I relationship mean, with Jude? Because that correct. would be... You could get away with that if you did that. That would be it, yes. Cool, great. <laughs> Oof, only Marshall, a that's okay. That means you're still going to take um, half the damage that she would have normally taken away, which is great. Um, okay, so you do this. This, like, tempered glass shield appears okay. before you. Oh, yes. So, yes. Did um, you figure it looking out? At the, looking at this result, yeah. if Drac was right, then 70, 80, 90, and it would have been a success success. But instead, it just says partial, so it's not calculated. So, so not it working. is a success. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it succeeded. So we will fix this for next time now that we know what's wrong. Okay. So it did succeed. So you have spared her the damage. I love it. Okay. Now Vega has also succeeded. Uh, Raz succeeded and Astrea got partial. So you're going to take a little bit of damage. I have a suggestion as to why that is. It could be the man hanging up screaming in pain behind you is a little distracting. Um, <laughs> but I leave it entirely up to you why you get hit or how you take the damage. I'm getting hit because I literally 
would be turning towards it. Like I will forego yeah. the full success even. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, to be quite frank, like that's Titus. I yeah. literally would be turning my entire gaze over. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am not. I would also to... like to add. Yes. Just for flavor, I had mm -hmm. nothing. Is just to add to it. Razov doesn't like even react to the cries of Titus. Um, doesn't even seeing them suspended, they look up and then right back down at this creature. Um, I'm yeah. sorry. What? <laughs> I didn't need that flavor. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, okay, so I will give you an option, uh, Straya, because I really like that you're willingly taking the full damage, but this thing is going to hit really hard, and I don't mm -hmm. want to kill you. Um, so we can do that, and I will give you a 20 shift on the next thing of whatever it is that you're going to do, but it's going to be a very hard hit, and it's going to wound you quite significantly. Um, or I can do an alternative, which is you take like half damage, um, but there's no shift. I think maybe we'll go with the half damage only because I really don't think that uh, it would be within Estrella's character to completely yeah, to be unfocused. Yeah. Um, so I think what would happen is as I'm getting hit, I'm able to kind of do a little bit of a pullback and I, I jump backwards, um, but still kind of get slashed. Okay. So, am I to understand Jude and Astrea are taking half damage here, right? Mm -hmm. I Before so, I yeah. speak, nobody else is doing any other bullshit, right? Okay. No. Okay. Uh, this is a fairly mortal wound, as if you don't get it fixed within four rounds, you will die. So what happens and where do you get hit? And this is half damage. Um, I think that I, I've been kneeling, um, everything's happening very fast, mm -hmm. I assume. So I was kneeling and then suddenly there was sand and then tempered glass in front of me. Um, and I think in order for this thing to hit me, it has to go through the glass, um, yeah. and, and break course, tempered glass. Yeah. Okay. into me into you and yeah. so i think i think i take that it's half the impact that it would be but it's still a major impact with glass i think i i kind of like take it full in the chest and okay. maybe like the face yeah and it just kind of like yeah okay yeah because it would be partial success sorry not full success i'm having a day <laughs> no that's okay that's okay we're we're, yeah. we're on the fly you're recovering from COVID and I'm recovering from pneumonia and it's ultimately it's a game and we're just playing what we can when we can and what seems fair. So that seems good. All right, Estrella, what happens to you? Hmm. Well, I think that the, um, something that would kill you in four rounds, huh? Yes. Either from blood loss or shock or it, we could also do something magical as well. Like, I mean, my first thought was that one of its claw-like things breaks off, its finger breaks off and sticks into your body. And then we start to see this like spread, spread of, of like this weird, um, dark, uh, shadowy poison almost that will then oh, become Oh, how poetic too... that would be considering well, the- Well, that's uh, exactly, yeah. yeah, that was my, All that right. was my thought. Yeah, but, yeah, I think we go with that. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm able to kind of- jump out of the way for a lot of the mm -hmm. attack and, and the severity of it. But I think that 
um, part of it breaks off in the process of trying to like pry from me. Yeah. And I end up having that that claw jutting out of, um, I would say probably like a little bit inward from my shoulder, um, closer to the like the center of your chest, I suppose, yep. but like mm-hmm. not super, not like through the heart. Um, and I think you would start seeing like the the veins kind of just growing on my body and yeah. turning like and this they look like branches. Mess. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I don't love that, but I love it. I know. love that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> I don't want to be like, yeah, I love that your character is fucking dying, but you know, <laughs> I love it. It's good. It's good. Clever. Okay. Um, who's next? That was its turn, right? Yes. So I think yeah. It was so it's the top of the round. Turn. Yep. Now it's your turn. Oh, we do. Should I roll um, initiative then? Because then I technically haven't rolled initiative. No, That's you're. I appeared. just put you at the top of the round because he rolled a 33 and basically summoned you and your god tier a little bit. So I put you at the top. You can go first. Okay. Okay. This is my yeah. turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, especially now that you see it up, see him up close, he's very much more dexterous. He's doing moves that. Razoff that you know could never do in a full suit of armor and I think he dodges the initial attack by honestly probably like diving or flipping over the arm that comes to slash against him and he uses that momentum to roll up close and with his scimitar stab into it okay. I mean hopefully that's yeah. the plan yeah yeah um, roll for it and guys I'm sorry this is the third this is the last of the two rounds of Astray's boon right yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you still have that 10% from her. Okay. Um, trying to think if there's anything else I could. Could I get a shift to guide my attack? Because I have already stabbed this thing. So I have its blood on my blade. So can I use it to guide it? Yes. Almost like, Yes, okay. you can. Yes, you can. So that would is that, how, how much you of a lawyer some shifts. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. That is how, how much magic of a shift would that be? Um, that would be another 10, so you'd have a 20 total. Okay, 20 shift. Ooh. 69. Okay. Partial. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you see um, them essentially fl- um, flip over the arm to, that comes to slash at um, him, and he uses the momentum somersault and jam the sword as deep as he can. Probably not very deep. I think he hits something solid that doesn't let it go any further. Yeah. But jams into the knee area. Um, I think where you see um, where Lear had struck the first time with um, uh, their sword, I think they go for that same spot to try and just leverage that rune that's already there. Um, and then pulls the sword out when they see that it hasn't really gone as deep as they wanted to, and then again, readies himself. Okay. Sorry. Uh, they're saying the sheet isn't doing it, so is that a success? If the sheet's not doing what we're thinking? Uh, no, no, no the sheet no. is. Oh, Drac it is. was correct. Drac was yeah. correct. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We're good. Shifts we're good. bump up the main yep. stats, not what you roll Got or it. Right. Right. skill. Got it. Okay. Wonderful. So, Perfect. Who's next? It would yes. be me. Yes, Miss Jude. What do you do? Um, okay. Hold on. I need yes. to be very vocal about how healthy this creature looks. Um, it looks like it, if it were a triathlete, it looks like maybe it is just now breaking a sweat. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Um... 
I have this idea, but I don't know if it's possible. Sure, anything's possible. I am very wounded, Mm -hmm. so I'm assessing the fact that I'm very wounded, which means that I'm likely not able to do my usual attacks, like using my body. Uh, So I'm going to try and do magic, but I I have this idea, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's possible in this world or if it's information that I would have. Cool. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I would like to find the trace elements of phosphorus in its body and bring it to a location at its center and then bring the oxygen to its center and ignite the phosphorus with the oxygen in its blood to make it explode from the inside out. This is the birth of an alchemist. Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends, this is <laughs> the best fucking moment. You can absolutely do this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Holy shit, I've been waiting. So yeah, okay. You can do this. So go okay. ahead, go ahead and roll uh your alchemy stat. But what's cool yes. about this is that you're going to the way that um magic works, and you have the fact that Vega has taught you a little bit under your belt is that yeah. you divine first yes. uh, to get your information and then you cast the spell. So right. go ahead and add your divination as a shift. Oh, wow. Okay. And we also have the, do we still have the 10 you do. shift from so, Astraea? So your shift for your divination would be to a max of 20, but Astraea's thing I already said doesn't count. So you get 30. 30. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. Okay. Yep. Holy beans. Whoa. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry to scream oh in your ear. Oh, oh my God. What a time for that to happen, huh? It's almost like this is scripted. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Well, fuck. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to just describe what happened? <laughs> okay. okay. I'm... I am uh, sort of, I'm lying on the ground. I cannot move because if I move, I feel every inch of glass that's in me. And I am, I just close my eyes and I feel for its body. And I just know that it has the properties of a human body, which I know includes phosphorus. And so I just begin pulling on what feels like just energy, just these the energy of phosphorus, and I'm placing it. Yes. I have to make a tiny minor correction yes, just yes, for please. lore's sake. Um, yes. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to posit that if Jude does not discover phosphorus or the things that she needs in this body yeah she switches okay. the molecules to make them what she needs and then does it to jude okay she thinks that they i found phosphorus in this body but you and i, I can't comprehend yes, that she other things yeah, would be exactly, made of other things exactly yeah so okay but you and i she know that she fucking transmuted it on the fly with this double 11 so she okay, made it okay. what she needed it to be to fucking ignite this thing on fire. Oh my god! Yeah. Ah! Okay. So I, I imagine pulling all of these molecules to the center mm-hmm. of this creature, like mm-hmm. where its heart would be, because I think yes. that's where it should be. And then I, I 
do the same thing, but this time for the oxygen in its blood, in its lungs, anywhere oxygen, even perhaps slightly around it. I try to absorb it within its skin and I bring it into the center. And then as it gets closer, there's just a quick moment where it just snaps and it collides with this phosphorus and the phosphorus just explodes within it. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. So then we see this creature probably for the first time, um, really uncomfortable with the attack that has just happened so far it's kind of been like yeah that's all right that's all right it was startled and stunned by godlier um but this is the first time that it seems to stumble back and be really hurt by what has happened because it's it explodes essentially and has to then regrow itself kind of on the fly um so you'll see its body does start to do that it's almost like this is a puppet standing before you and not an actual you know physical creature that exists in the flesh currently this way all the time uh and so it starts to rebuild itself who's next you have done a nice bit of damage here thank you using the opportunity that was just provided from that explosion yeah would i be able to perhaps try because there are two things i guess i'm trying to figure out here one if jude was able to make some sort of an explosion that means that she figured out some sort of the nature of this thing right i kind of want to see if i can figure out whether or not this is uh, similar to titus that homunculus version or if it's an illusion or something like that sure sure um what would you roll do you think to figure this out because there are a couple I don't know, of options i feel like they're two separate things honestly um technically they are but um so why don't you pick one and we'll start there and depending on how well you roll i could give you the other one as a bonus i think that it wouldn't be fair that i would be able to decipher illusion from reality quite yet i agree with that so i think more so it would be whether or not it matches like the like the homunculus physical form and if it has some some sort of other form yeah um or that it came from or something like that Um, and i think we still have the bonus from your boon right right um but i actually think you'd get an extra 10 because like titus is strung up right now there there's some to you you're like i don't think you saw him try to reach into its mind so to you there's some sort of connection between the two of them so that to me makes sense that you would have a little bit of an extra buff there okay all right um and I mean, I still feel like uh, since that's an arcane creature, even though it's not my best skill, it would be arcane knowledge, yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Either that would be with... you could do arcane knowledge or you could do intuition or you could potentially. Yeah, you could roll intuition if you want to just Let's do that. That's basically the GM help me skill. Um, so, yeah, Go, you can okay. roll intuition and that'll be gut feeling, though, versus I want to be clear. If you did arcane knowledge, I feel like you'd be able to be like logically. Yes. Whereas intuition is just going to be gut feeling. So it's up to you. I think in this moment, it would be gut feeling yep. regardless of anything. I agree. Um, okay. And that's a 20 shift total then. Yep. That is correct. Okay. Go for it. Good luck. <gasps> 99. Failure. <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay. Oh, no. Titus Remember Australia, that Titus 99? 99 yeah. Remember Australia, that? I think, I think you're, I think. I think you're with the Titus now. I think you're experiencing what Titus is experiencing. I'm so mm. sorry, but it's the nine. Let me roll. <laughs> 57. I'm so sorry. I think that is exactly what's happening to you. 
Um, that makes sense to me. You're trying to find out if there's a connection between the two and if it's the same creature and you fall down this rabbit hole of your love for Titus brings you to his version, like his section of this because it's such a bad failure. So I think in a weird twist of horrific irony, this is bringing you closer to him than you've ever been before because you're now experiencing what he experienced, but it's horrific. So I do think that that's what happens. Now, unfortunately, this does mean if you accept the two round outs like Titus did of shock, that means you only have one round to fix yourself before you, right? Just so we're clear. Right. Okay. It's very serious. And, <laughs> and what would be the alternative in that regard? Um, we'd have to figure one out together um, because it has to be fair and equal. So if you're not out for two rounds and you've only got the, no, wait. No, because the attack happened this round. So you have three rounds left. So if you're out for, no, that is right. So if you're out for yep. two, you've only got the one left. One. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't know. What if we remove the boon from every other roll this round? I'm not sure how many we have left, though. I think so we've if only got the equal. Yeah, this is the last oh, one. Oh, we only want, never yeah. mind then. Okay. Mm. No? You know what? Does anybody have any other suggestions? Because I just had an answer, but I don't want to give it to you. Um, I want you to work for it. No? Razorov's what if? for one reason and one reason alone. Yep, I know. Uh, yes. What if uh-huh. it's totally not that at all, but maybe <laughs> Estrella is trying to figure out what's going on with Titus, and mm-hmm. she's trying to be close to Titus. Dude, um, I, lo- I and, think I know what you're going to say. She can't. She can't because she doesn't know him because he rejected her. And so she doesn't, she's not able to figure it out at all. And maybe it traps her in an experience of him rejecting her again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Um, Or what if it takes a little bit of her emotion towards him? I oh, think. It takes her love. No, because mm-hmm. I think that would oh. benefit her here. And we need, oh, to, yeah, it's gotta right. be an equal trade. Oh, yeah. But what we could yeah. do and what would be a horrific twist and a such a PB thing to do, because I know you love him so much, the equal trade would be, you don't have two rounds, you only have one, but Titus now has one as well. So okay. yeah, you now both have two rounds. <laughs> oh, that's way better. Yeah. Yeah, you're like gonna, that. You're gonna, yep, okay, wonderful. All right. Is, okay. I believe Titus, yeah, Vega, Vega, tell me you got some shit, girl, please. <laughs> I'm gonna try, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, all right, Vega's been, or I've been thinking very much about um, this sidestepping concept and also debt magic. Yes. And I'm thinking if this creature is here, there is a debt owed to another world somewhere where he should be, and he should be there, not here. So I'm going to try and um, convince him to leave using partially summoning magic as well to essentially backward summon, summon him back to where he came from. And I want to do that through, um, I want to do that using one of my soul abilities. Um, Fortune favors the bold. And I just want to tell it to, to leave and make myself bigger than I am, sort of plant my feet. Okay. All right. Go ahead. This is a soul move. So are you adding your magic on top of it? Yeah. I'd like to add my summoning. Yep. yep. And then yep. I assume so that's twenty so from that. That's I a guess, max of I've, twenty, yep. And yep. then and uh, you, yeah, you do still have Estrella's boon, yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh 
Okay, you've rolled a 31. So, mm -hmm. um, what does this look like? Um, so I am standing in front of this thing now, mm -hmm. uh, and I will take my staff that uh, Erifir made for me, and I will plant it down in front of me. And it's almost like I'm, I'm larger than life suddenly. Like, my voice is louder, it's echoing, I am bigger, and all of these wounds that have been inflicted upon it intensify like it's being reminded of all the things we've just done to it in the short amount of time in behind me everyone kind of looks stronger ready to fight everybody looks like they're capable like we could go all day and do this and um i sort of look to whoever its eyes would be and i just say go home because i've connected with it in its mind and i've seen these memories it has of yeah. my childhood and things and i feel like i have this connection with it Okay, but does do you, mm, when mm, could I maybe persuade you to use words other than go home? Yeah, because yeah. if you think about the memories that you have had, they're yours. Yeah, but from yeah, this okay. current Lear's perspective, okay, maybe back might be a better word. <laughs> go back, yes, because yeah. words or... have power. All words have power here, and essentially. If you're not careful, you could say go home. And what if his home is in Titus's blood or Lear yeah. or something okay, like that? Okay, and then okay, you're, okay. you know, so I, I like, could this also is the first say... time we've done anything like this. So I don't mind stepping in as the GM here to help you. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I could also say um, repay the debt or something. Yeah. Okay. Lines. Yes. That'll be much, much more successful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think what we will see is this creature will shrink uh, and become half in size. It is still partially here, however. Um, you would have had to roll like, you know, 22, 11, or a one to get it to fully leave, or 33. Um, but it is still here, but it's half in size at least, and it will do less damage to you when it hits you. Cool. So she has successfully given you another Have boom. I already reacted this round or you not? You did. You put a shield up. Uh, for, okay, for right. uh, Jude to take okay. her half damage. Yep. So I believe that is the end of this round. And now I'm going to go. This means that Vega, uh, sorry, Estrella and Titus and Jude, right? You guys have now two rounds left. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, the creature is going to go ahead and attack again. It's doing the same attack as last time. Jude, I think you will recognize probably the wind-up for this attack and how serious it is. Um, yeah. So everybody go ahead and roll your dodge. It's going to be um, Jude, Vega, Raz, and I think it's you now, Lear. Did I say it would be distracted from you for one full round or two? You said for one full round, but I'm okay. behind it, so I yeah, don't know I don't how think it fast would. it turns. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, okay. I think what it will do is it will turn to face you because you are its priority. Um, right. It will hit you with one, but only you with that one. Instead of hitting four people, it's only going to hit you because it used that movement to turn. And then it's right. going to hit um, Vega and Jude. So you three, please roll to dodge. Do we get the 10 shift on this as well? Uh, not from, not from Australia. This is the over. Is on, yeah. over, yep. Okay, to dodge. Finally, Jude. Yeah, Finally. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> Bro. I don't know, I'm rolling crazy. 44, <laughs> partial success, which I think makes it like a successful flourish or we can get creative with how you succeed. 
So, okay. uh, what would you like to do? We'll start with you. Um, I'd like to imagine that because it's still using its swipes, it's yep. going to swipe down to try and, <clears throat> excuse me, to try and splat me. Yeah. And as it does, I step out of the way. With my 44 dodge, I would like to impose an attack on it, if possible. Yes, absolutely. It's a critical success. Well, you most definitely As I can. flew over it, you might recall a spine fell off its back as it. I hit the spine and it hurt me. Yes. I'd like to use that spine and jam it into its palm, on the back of its palm in the ground. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah. As my dodge. Fuck yeah. You do exactly that. Now, I believe, Jude, how do you get out of the way? You succeed. Um, I think I recognize this uh, attack that it's about to wind up, so mm -hmm. I think it gives me a little bit of an extra leg up on that. Yep. And um, I think I'm just going to a classic roll. Like, I'm just going to roll out of the way. So um, you can roll out of the way and not take any damage here, but the love of your life has failed and will take the full brunt of this attack, which, if oh. you recall, would have killed you had you taken a full brunt of the attack. Oh, then I stand in front of her, so, yeah. I haven't used my reaction yet. <laughs> oh, we okay. okay. Are we all I jumping in? Okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Myers devious as yeah. Myers. So, like, what I was going to say, Jude, is if you'd like, we can increase yeah. your... We can lower your, how much time you have left so that she takes half damage. Oh. Like, you lose a round, then, and then yes. she only takes half damage, which means she now has three rounds. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. Now, there was some other bullshit, so let's see if they're going to do anything that means you don't have to do that. Okay. I mean, if, if Maya wants to go first. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Vega has failed her role, yes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I would like to, in the same way as before... In the same manner as before, create that wall or bubble or barricade of tempered okay. glass in front of uh, Vega. Okay. If you succeed, I... Jude, you don't yes. have to. You don't have to use anything. What's up, okay. Vega? Can I ask if my body stat is sixty and I rolled a fifty-six? Shouldn't it be a partial success? Let's see. What? Why does it Why say N A N on shift? Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, you succeeded. It's the N A N broke it. Yeah, oh. yeah, probably broke it. It was a partial success. success. It was a partial success, yeah. so she's taking oh half damage. Oh my god. So basically, yeah, no, seriously, that's that's, that was a big fucking deal. So if you <laughs> succeed, then she doesn't take any damage. So go ahead and roll for it. Oh, okay. I mean, that, that was my roll. Oh, are you talking to Lear? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Lear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting involved. No, no, right. it's good. It's It could be life or death, so it's kind of important. I definitely needed to... 55 doubles. Whoa! Okay, but Wait, like, sorry, how what? creepy is Why? the 44 and then the 55, man? <laughs> okay. What is happening? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, um, what, hap so, what happens? Um, because of the <laughs> distance that I'm at, uh, this isn't just, uh, me taking energy from the sun and the surrounding heated ground. I'm actually using a bit of wind as well to move the sand in such a way that when it does get superheated, it creates this cast, this bubble, so that when the creature swipes down at Vega, instead of it shattering, the, uh, the, the created structure um, almost sits on the ground in front of her as this protective bubble of a shield. So it kind of just goes, it's, it, it 
kind of it's like a weird thudding singing echo as it scratches ac- across the glass like imagine you know r- running a finger against the edge of like a wine glass that's full yeah. of water or wine um you know like it's that kind of sound as it kind of sings across and oh, uh, fuck that's so cool Okay, but for flavor as well, I am still yes. stood with my staff out, probably with my eyes sort of like partially rolled up. So yeah. you've just created this semicircle around me and it's just gone. Yes. <laughs> That's Come so on. cool. <laughs> That's so oh sick. Oh my God. Um, Raz, were you going to do anything? I mean, I don't need to, no. You don't need that, to? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to intervene, seeing the wards getting near close to death but since um Lear intervened I don't think yeah no I don't want to do anything proud of him please be proud of me (laughs) (laughs) I think yeah I think there's definitely like a slight smile on his face um but he doesn't say anything he's he's still focused on this thing can the the Mm -hmm. bubble turn back to sand yeah absolutely Absolutely. Okay, and the debts have been repaid then, as it turns back to sand. Clever. <laughs> Very clever. Uh, yes, okay. Now, who's next? Raz. Me. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, I am going to try again with Gannet bound to the tree. Um, I've already shot a bolt and clipped part of it off. And did the bolt land and in, in, yes. itself in the tree, or did yep. I miss? Okay. Yep. So I'm just going to try again with the switching places with the bolt and the creature, so the creature's within the chains. Okay. Um, 33, 22, 11, or 1, unfortunately. Actually, fair. it's like half. So I'll give you 44 as well. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, do I get a shift because I have a, the piece of it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, oh, 23. Oh, okay. So you succeed in Ooh. some way. Do you want to take maybe like a piece of it? Um, yeah. Like it's You said that arm? one of his arms. Yeah. yeah. I think you said one of his arms was growing back. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think before he can reach full size again, I think the arm like disappears and reappears within the chains of the tree. Perfect. Okay. Off. I like that. I like that um, a lot. So you're essentially like ripping it off again and he has to regrow it. Um, yeah. And for those, you know, just so you guys know, that that arm that is partially regrown did half damage to you, whoever it was hitting. So it's already like, I should have definitely nerfed this boss in retrospect. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But it's super small now, though, right? It is smaller, yeah. Like, we yeah. made it small. So, yeah, I, I think now we might have a surviving chance as long as we get some healing going, then, yeah, you'll be okay. Um, all right, who's next? I would next? then move around to be on the same side of this thing as Lear. Okay. Are we going to see a cool brotherly move? <laughs> How can we? Can we? Can we even? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see. <laughs> all right, who is next? Me. Yes. Um, I, uh, okay, jump in if I can't do this as well, but this is something I want to do. I want to, having just had, I feel a personal alchemic awakening with this creature, I'm starting to kind of understand maybe how I can do things. I would like to heal my wounds with my own body's ability to heal my wounds alchemically. 
hour Perhaps are you doing this? It's a great question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we are surrounded by the building blocks of life. Mm -hmm. um, so the way that I was able to target these molecules in this creature, I want to apply that to the world around me and see if I can utilize some of that to bring it into my body to replace what has been I see. taken. I see. You're, you're full on swapping. Y yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yes, absolutely, we can try this. Alternatively, I will give you some options. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yes. Alternatively, alternatively, I, um, my other idea was to heal myself with the healing that I would have, in, or with a wound. Like, take the, I don't know, switch the wounds around with a future me where it, I'm in a situation where hopefully someone can heal me naturally then, but I can only Boy, do it I love in one that turn one. now. I love that one. I'll give you a shift <laughs> if you pick that one. I'll, I'll pick that one. Okay, then. Uh, you can <laughs> okay. have a 20 shift. Go ahead and pick it. Oh. Okay. Uh, and that's just my regular dine, right? Or is that because I'm because I'm using uh, debt magic for that one. So what... what uh, Debt magic is magic. It's just when you're right. doing time. So yeah, it's whatever your magic skill is. It's still technically alchemy. Okay. And plus 20? Yep. Or 20 shift? Mm-hmm. God, please work. No! Okay, you got a 27. You succeeded. Yeah. So, um... Fuck, girl. What does this look like? I think the if there are shards of glass still in me, which there mm -hmm. most certainly are, there would not be. They start no, to no. It turned to oh. sand. Oh right. Yeah. Oh okay. Well then, just the open, open, gaping, bleeding wounds. Yeah. Um, that are covered in sand. Uh, all of the sand particles start to kind of be pushed out, like um, like bullets being pushed out of a body, and the skin starts to just knit together where I was wounded. Um. And it's alarming how how perfect I think my skin looks after, like completely fine. Um, and it's uh, un it's an uneasy feeling knowing that I am taking taking from a future me and just hoping for the best on that one. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I love it. Who's next? Um, I yeah, think... Australia and Titus are out. Yeah. Is anybody else hurt? I got hurt last Russell? round, I think, but I don't think we described... Yeah. Oh, sorry. It would be the same yeah. thing, right? Vega, that happened no. to you? I protected Vega. No, that's right. You didn't Vega get hit. Did completely. Get yeah, you didn't get hit. Oh, they Titus and Australia are very they injured. Are, they are very injured they're... and dying. Yep. For sure. And I think everybody okay. knows that. Um... Estrella's very visibly got this like um, root like black ichor kind of like all over her that is spreading and she doesn't look great and Titus is obviously like screaming and in pain um, so how fast would I him. be able to move in one turn um I'm uh where do you want to go if it makes to, sense uh, I will say yes 
I know that I'm in a position now with uh, Razeroth, but I think I would like to be able to put myself in a way where I can, you know, physically heal somebody. Okay. Um, who are you trying to physically heal? You said that uh, Astrea yep. was looking the worst, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Then her. Also, I just noticed on the map, who's that blue one? That's the elf, That's the elf. that is frozen in time. Oh, right, that of course, yes. Matthias, yeah. Right, okay. Okay, so, that one. <laughs> mm. So you are going to, um, you kind of have to navigate around this thing to be able to do it. Unless. Okay. Unless. Unless. Vega wants to teleport you. I see. She'd be using her move to do it. Right. Because I don't think we've discussed or described my conventional healing magics that, that don't require, correct. you know, like a debt or whatever. So I um, would switch places with Lou. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and roll for that, Vega? Uh, you can have like a summoning. Maybe. Yep. Conjuration. Absolutely. That is absolutely correct. And you'll have a bonus for that, I think. Right. You're really good in that one. Yeah. Yeah. You also have 10 shift because you're trying to help Lear and you guys are very close emotionally. Look success. at that. 32 success. Okay. So <laughs> it's like, so we see Lear, you look at Estrella, you clearly are like, I'm going to go. And you two know each other so well. She looks at you, knows your body language, knows what you're trying to do. And boom, suddenly you're where she was and you can move the rest away safely without this creature attacking you. To be clear, you right. could have tried to move on your own, but this thing would have probably lunged at you to stop you from leaving it. Um, so she has just traded places with you. And this thing looks at you, Vega, confused, growls, and then looks starts to look around for Lear. Um, okay. Go ahead, Lear. You're going to try to um, heal Estrella, right? Uh, yes. So could you please describe um, uh, Estrella's injuries? Yes. So she has one of the spikes, the like bark-like bone claw that this creature had from its hand in her, like underneath her collarbone above her heart. And it is okay. uh, spreading out from it is this like gross icker, uh, kind of like in her veins, but it's on the top of her. And it's just kind of going up to her neck and just kissing her jaw at this point. But she does not look great and it's pulsing. Okay. Uh, in that case, I won't be using my uh, magics that I used before. I'll be using my conventional heals for this. And um, you'll see that, uh, well, the, the sword's been holstered since the last time I used it. I'm going to put my hands together, rub them, and as I do, you'll see that the palms themselves start to glow, and let's hope that we get something okay. Do I get a shift for this? You do absolutely get a shift for this. Um, you can have 20 uh, shift. 10 because okay. you had uh, Vegas help, and the other 10 I cannot tell you, but it has something to do with Australia. Ah, well, it's a fail. All right. So you're gonna see me think this works. I'm going. I'm my. I rub my palms together. They glow the way they always have done, and I see the spike is jutting out from underneath her collarbone. I'm gonna place my palm on the spike and gently push at the spike, 
thinking that as I do, it's going to heal the wound inside and just kind of like ease it out. But as I do, immediately there is pushback, but not from physical resistance from her body, but almost magically from this spike that's kind of corrupting Astrea. And like, it's going to, instead of giving, it's going to penetrate my palm ever so slightly like a hypodermic needle. And as it does, you're gonna see this corruption uh, then start to try and enter my palm and I notice this. I try and fight it for a second, but I know that my magic, my healing is not working right now. I'm not able to uh, help her. And so I, res I I pull my hand back before I overcomplicate things. But as I do, my palm, you know, like uh, the lines on my palm don't look correct. They look like they've been corrupted by this, like, uh, like a spidering twinning of like, um, well, just lines on my palms start to show as uh, you know this corruption I don't know DM it's up to you and your uh, discretion but uh, but yeah I've been partially corrupted by this and I'm not able yeah. to help her with this magic at this moment I, I, I agree and I actually think that this would be uh, I had to DM Drac because I think Raz would this is the instigating moment here because now Lear has been infected with this thing that you know is incredibly deadly. Um, would you like to accept my offer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do we see happen? Um, I think this entire time, Radzov hasn't been touched by this creature. He hasn't been hit this entire um, battle. He's been dodging very deftly. You can tell that he's probably fought this type of thing before. Um, but in seeing Lear rush over to um, Australia, the smile on his face disappears when he sees that their attempt to heal Australia was not successful and not just a failure, but um, when it put them in danger. And they, I think they rush past um, this creature and there, there were bolts that from times he missed this creature, from times when he hit or just landed and fell onto the ground, scattered everywhere. And I think I am going to... I'm going to draw what is currently contaminating and corrupting Lear, but also Australia and whoever else has these spikes in them. And because of that, since it's they are those things contaminating them is this creature i'm gonna be pulling into the essence of this creature i guess into me as well um essentially with the plan to i'm going down but i'm taking this thing down with me um and you see i drop my scimitar my crossbow and all of these dark tendrils start to pull out of australia out of jude out of um Lear. And whoever else has been hit by this thing and out of the creature itself and into my eyes, my mouth, my nose, my ears, every pore in my body. And I almost rise as well, similar to how um, Titus has, was shrunk up in the air as it all enters me. And then I collapse to the ground, immediately just coughing up blood and bleeding like a dark red. It's far too dark for it to be normal blood. It's obviously something else in there from everything, everywhere. From my eyes, my nose, my ears, as I collapse to the ground, um, heaving and gasping for breath. 
What happened? I dropped to one knee immediately. I, um, for a second catch myself. The creature, what about the creature? What is it doing right now? It's gone. The creature has completely disappeared into your brother. Mm, what you um, done? You fought well. Not well enough, apparently. Can anyone do anything? Australia um, and Titus, you will be broken out of the state that you are in. He has healed you and freed you. Does anyone have anything? No, no, no. I need to. I'm not your Razroth. He is fine. I am Razroth Vinlayshaw. I came when I saw when I felt that this thing found all of you. The wound, the wound. Do you know of the wound? Wound. Woundwood. You need to close it. And you need to keep an eye out. Now, I don't know how it happened, but they found you. Leah, they found you. Right. The world, the world that I'm from. Brother, you're a tyrant. You've done terrible, terrible things. But they're not your fault. I don't blame you. I've been traveling through worlds trying to stop the plans of Lazan Auric. They've been taking other layers, other layers. I don't know why. I don't know why. I've been doing what I can to stop them, but it seems like this is going to be my last venture to other worlds. Okay. And I just kind of scramble back and lean up against a tree. It's been too difficult to hold myself up. No, 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 no. No, surely there's something I can do. You just need to close the wound. I don't know why, I don't know how. Where is the wound? Where is it? Damn, do I know where the wound is? No, I don't think you do. You just know it's here. I shake my head. I don't know. I just know it's here. And it's growing, it's getting bigger. And if you don't close it, it will not only swallow this world, but it may swallow others. I see. Somehow, it's... <coughs> it's, a, it's involved in the plans that Laz and Aubrey have for Liv you... and Godstone. But brother, I don't believe that this is your fault, not the other you. It's the only world where you don't have Jude and Vega as your wards the only world I've been between so many I've been 
through so many i've seen so many lids fall but every single one of them had a jude and a vega by their side but mine did not i feel like i'm certain you don't have this tyrancy within you i it has to be the work of lies and auric I see. Please, rest, sit down. I... There must be something I can do to ease your pain, to, to, to make it stop, to... Brother, there's nothing. Dear, may I try? You may try. I approach Raz, if he will let me, and lay him on his back in a almost akin to the way you would in a funeral rite I take my sword from its hilt unsheath it I give it to him for him to hold facing down towards his feet and as I do well let's roll the dice shall we yeah (laughs) 55 doubles Describe it, my friend. Describe it. As I do. Raz, your labored breathing goes away. The wounds on your skin. The horrible eldritch emanations coming out of your skin. The pores, the the bleeding, it all just seems to go away. But it's strange. You feel the movement, the flow of energy move from you, this evil that you had taken in from this creature, and you feel it enter the sword. Now, to those who have seen this particular thing happen before, the runes of the sword light up as if to acknowledge that a debt has occurred would normally notice a golden glow on the sword, but this is different. The runes glow red. Razroth, your relief is momentary because all of a sudden, the sword that is on your chest pointing down now feels like it's, it weighs a ton. And those around might be able to hear the armor on his chest start to almost give this weight from whatever it was that is now in the sword is far too heavy. And I, I, I suppose I acknowledge this and I, I need help! And I try and move the sword off him and... I to help Thank you. And the sword just lays on the ground. The runes glow. You almost hear like a... Normally, it's this soothing glow when this happens. This weird, almost like, again, a singing glass uh, sound. But it's it's different. Whatever is in this sword now, whatever has happened to Razroth, whatever is now contained and trapped in this weapon, is too great a weight to bear. And it sits there on the ground. <laughs> Brother, it seems you're much better at that than you were in my world. Oh, I'm sorry I underestimated you. Is that so? 
Well, I'm, I'm glad to help. <laughs> at least your journeys won't be at an end anymore. You have uh, plenty more layers to save by the sounds of it, huh? It seems so. I think. Quick, do you have do you have an roof here? And Unfortunately, I need to tell him to snatch away your Razroth before you reach Hag's Hollow. I have, um, and I pull out a candle. I have a candle. Razroth and Arufu would use this to send messages. It may make it easier, but I need you to reach Arufu and tell him to snatch Razroth before you reach Hag's Hollow. It's been done, but I need to make sure you do it so it can be done. I'll, I'll do it. Thank you. I just lay back, and I think I just pass out, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also probably at this moment um, that everybody, having watched Lear do this, I think you might just feel it. That is how you're going to close the wound. That is why it is so important. And it is a great big deed what he's just told you, the fate of not only this din, but so many other dins rest on your shoulders. But you can do it. I hope. Because even yeah. that last thing where it's like, you pulled that into the sword, in, by the and way, then... but that's okay. Keep going. Oh. No, no, oh, yeah. keep going. Keep going. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, I was just gonna say. And then we learned that thing, and we wouldn't have learned that thing in this yeah. moment if you hadn't have done that. And yeah. that's a pretty big thing we've yeah. just learned. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. that made very, me tear up. That bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, bro. Oh my god. And... Ooh, I pulled from episode one with that one. Breathe. Breathe. Um, yeah, you got me when you said uh, the, the this is the only world that you know, or that's the only world where you don't have yeah. Vega and Jude. I, I was can't. like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, fucking gross. So yeah, it was very, very good. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. Oh boy. Oh, I well. think that was a insane success. <laughs> All of us survived. Yes, I. Yeah. yeah. We learned some crazy shit. We all got to do some cool shit. Mm -hmm. That was so right. epic. Yeah, it was incredibly <laughs> epic. So I like had a sort of timed idea of this fight. Like at the end, like if you survive, if everybody survived till the end, something would happen to take the, you know, monster away. But then the way that it played out, I was like, oh, this is way better. Like this is just like, you know, yeah, anyway. Um, so improv. I'm glad, yeah, improv uh, wins every yeah. time. So yeah, I'm so Ooh. glad no one actually fucking died. That's a relief. This time. All right, who's going first? Uh, I'll go Lear, first. Our yeah. go. Oh. Sorry, oh, yeah. never mind. No, 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 no. Razroth, Razroth, Razroth. <laughs> Raz, go. 
Um, hi, I'm Raz. I'm Razroth in Layshaw. Well, uh, <laughs> I've been. Um, I'm Drac or Draconics for short. You can find me on Twitter at Draconics. That's D R A K O N I Q E S. Um, God, that was a good session. Um, PD was like, "Hey, question." Literally today, by the way, they reached <laughs> out to me today about this. They're like, "Hey, question." <laughs> and I was like. This option or you're another Razroth? I was like, I'm another Razroth. Obviously, Razroth. Let's go. another Razroth. <laughs> it was Obviously. so good. What I love about it too, if you, know, I'm just gonna read what I said uh, because I thought after I typed it, I was like, God, Peeves, you're such an idiot. Like you're such a dork. <laughs> um, but what I said was, uh, hold on, quickly, I gotta go back up. Yeah, okay. Um, I have a crazy idea. Potentially, maybe if you want, like it was just <laughs> like desperately uh, not maybe. wanting to remove yeah, uh -huh. agency from. Yeah, I have what I think is an insanely cool idea. Maybe if you want, let me know. <laughs> and then it was like, here is this crazy idea, and it's his his response, guys, uh, for my paragraph was rest two, rest, rest two, yes, rest two. So I was like, yay. Uh, so yeah, and that was well, yeah. uh, literally in two hours before showtime. So thank you for that. Whoa! Yeah, amazing. Yeah. It, it was fun. Mm -hmm. um, with the whole Razor Two, I liked being able to play Razor Two because after I think after like I had the like fucking brain blast when I last played Razor from a fan as lizards of like using magic to like switch positions and summoning things and stuff like that. I thought that'd be a really cool battlefield like. Maneuverability. I was like, God, if I had this idea before, I'd have made this Razroth. Like someone who like uses bolts to create teleportation yeah. points mm. and like jumps between all of them. So I was like, I'm gonna play the Razroth I wish I was able to play. Maybe something will happen in which you will either gain those abilities or this will be the Raz you play. Who knows? We oh, don't know. Okay. <laughs> we don't know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Thank you. Who's next? Passing the ball. I will oh, wait. I actually forgot um, some things. I, I yeah. realized I said that you can find me here, but then say other things I do. Oh, yeah, 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 um, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the only really big thing that I want to announce is that on November 12th at um, 3 p.m. Eastern over on Vanna's channel, that's V A N A, I'm going to be in a Shakespeare campaign called Higher Education, um, where I play a Gorgon, which I'm very excited about. Um, and it's basically Strixhaven, but we're all graduate students, fucking caffeinated touch starved and just stressed the fuck out while also studying to become gods because that's an extra it. thing on top of it um so yeah and check what that day out. is that fun. um november 12th at 3 p.m eastern 3 p.m eastern thank you yeah all right who's next sweet i will go hello there I'm Johnny Blams, and I play the character that every time he tries casting a spell, a traumatic experience <laughs> is there so attached to it. I'm so sorry, We turn fake Meyer in, and he explodes from uh, Rackman's Recluse. This time, I try looking into the past again, and we get sent to, uh, to possession of Titus. Yes, um, if you want to see me do more RP things, you can find me on Twitch. Um, I'm going to quickly consult my notes. Uh, Leah and... Faye today had me like really stat envy. I was like, oh, I'm really digging how we've all kind of distributed our characters now. And then I'm like, crap, man. I really wish I had those illusion skills. It was so freaking cool. Uh, dude, Technically, any listen, when I tell you anybody can do the moves that they are doing, it's just how you do them. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. They were sweet. Yeah, they were pretty, <laughs> um, sweet. 
Uh, Raz became uh, Minato Raz, which is what we're I'm coining it. Dude, he's Minato. This is so cool. I'm learning that so hard. It was so honest, gross. I'm, I was like, oh I'm my a fake God. weave because I have never watched Naruto. <laughs> I was pulling from GGC Kaisen. Yeah. Um, with the Biggie ah, Wiggy, so cool. like switching layers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like nerding out about it. Yeah, and then yeah, just like Johnny that with DMs freaking out. Yeah. Rolls today were absolutely wild. Yeah. I had a blast. Oh, don't forget. If you roll doubles today, move the tracker. Click a thing on your tracker. I don't think anybody has filled out the circle on their tracker, but let me know Not if today. you have. Okay. Good Ooh, lord. They get like two, doubles. three doubles in a row. I swear. <laughs> There's a lot. Of oh, no. A surplus of doubles today. Yeah, there were a lot. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for having me. This was a blast. I'm going to pass it over to Faye. Hello, I'm Faye Lin. I played Estrella today. Um, God, what is that? You guys are so cool. This is so dumb. Like, why am I here? Because like, you're also so cool. Like, what the you're fuck? You're also so cool. Oh, everybody's so cool on the show. All the stuff between Meyer and, uh, and, and Draconix today, man. Oh my God, the two of you. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. I was like, you know what? I could do something here, but then like, I'm just sitting back listening to Meyer. I'm like, Okay. And what else? <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, you guys are awesome. Uh, so I, I love you guys. And uh, thank you for, for being awesome to role play with. Um, but anyway, um, I am on Table Story on Mondays as well uh, as Eden in 100 Club, uh, which is a really, really fun show that WAC runs. Um, and uh, I stream, I guess, on my channel. Uh, so you can find me there mm -hmm. as Faye Lin. Uh, same on Twitter and all that good stuff as well. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and pass it to- Wait, 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 before you pass it, um, she's working on something really fucking cool that I'm not gonna tell you about, but I'm telling you it's very cool and you need to follow her on Twitter or wherever she is that she's gonna announce it because it's fucking awesome and that's it. <laughs> that's all I, it's role play related. So you gotta, you, you pay attention. Pay attention. Okay, sorry. Who's next? Don't be sorry. Uh, let's go. Let's go ahead and give it to. Wait, Leah didn't go yet, right? Right. Leah. Hey, hi. Hello. Once again, I find myself absolutely starving at the end of the show. <laughs> McDonald's for everyone. Same. <laughs> How dare you? Why? Why would you do this to me? You know the rule. It's a callback to the pre-call that no one's watching is gonna get, but I am proud of myself. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, super fun episode. Super fun. I love having just free reign to be like, hmm, how can I do something weird to this combat? What can I do that's like out of left field for fun? <laughs> you know, yeah. instead of just I stab it. So um, I love trying to come up with things in between rounds. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. I played Vega and um, she's a little but a ball of a fluffy human being, but um, she's getting meaner and tougher. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you. We'll see you next week, baby. Uh, you catch me at twitch.tv slash Leah. And I do lots of weird things like Overwatch. Lots of Overwatch at the moment. Uh, Nuggles! Yeah. Hello! <laughs> um, yeah, today was absolutely completely bonkers. I could not. Zero poker face. Absolutely no way me that either. I could do it because that was just so crazy. Um, and uh, I want to personally thank PB for allowing me to do the, my crazy alchemy idea Dude, that, that I was Dude, like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I've been so 
waiting the whole game for an alchemist to show up. Like, like <laughs> I'm like, alchemy's so cool. You can literally turn water into wine if you want, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, Full metal alchemist. Exactly. I, yeah. Ooh, Full metal alchemist. <laughs> uh, absolutely my pleasure. Like, I feel like it's definitely her. I was just worried. I was like, how would, would she know these things? But uh, I'm glad that I said it anyway instead of just assuming that she might not. Yeah. Um, I think it fits, honestly. I think it, it fits Jude the best out mm -hmm. of everyone. She's very calculating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. Yep. Which is why it makes sense, because it makes sense. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I am also on a show on um, Saturdays currently uh, called Leech, and it is incredible and super fun, and you should check it out. It's like, uh, you know, hunters of vampires. So if you're interested in that, uh, very, very fun. And everyone is Peebs. also hot on yeah. that show. It's unbearable. EB is um, <laughs> a quintessential e-girl on that show. Yes. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Just full I am. Just see that. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. I, cat ears. I am. Yes. Cat ears. Drag. Made outfit. Yep. I Run, don't hoping. walk. I hope Run, don't walk. In. I hope this is not awakening something in me. Okay. Cool. <laughs> As if it wasn't already. Oh. <laughs> um... Yeah, and I also just want to say because we were all going, uh, we were going around and just talking about. I, I think everyone was just like so fantastic today. I'm gonna keep talking, um, but everyone was so fantastic today, and there were so many moments where it just like the epicness of this episode was absolutely insane. I don't know if I've ever felt so hype. Yeah, uh, I feel like it, was it like, rivaled the first episode. Like the energy yeah, and the was, excitement yes, was yeah, like yeah. up to the premiere, which was really cool to see. And it was also just so stunning. First of all, ev everyone's RP is incredible, but also so stunning to like end on such like a heartfelt emotional note. I think it's really difficult to um, balance all of those things in like one show where it feels seamless and really solid. And uh, I mean, that happens all the time in PB shows, but it was a real privilege to be a part of this one. So yeah. Thanks. <laughs> TV's reaction to that sneak attack with this. <laughs> with the compliment. Yeah, <laughs> People like, oh, I've been here. Oh, <laughs> what? Ow. Uh, Johnny, you're up. Wait, did you go already? You didn't. I, I went. Okay. Meyer, Somebody else Meyer go. Goes. Meyer, Meyer go. goes. Uh, hi, my name is Meyer. I played Lirvin Blakeguard today. Today was a lot of fun. Uh, combat in uh, Kingmakers is always like equal parts just terrifying, but also so so fun, so exhilarating because like anything goes. If you can describe it, it happens as long as the dice are on your side. Uh, and even if they're not, you get to describe how badly you fail and it's the best. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, today, uh, I guess, for the first time, Lear got to, uh, actually kind of, like, uh, show the second side of the coin of that movie does sometimes, where he, like, you know, he heals with the sword. He kind of did the second part first today with, uh, you know, delivering damage, and then, like, he did the first part on, um, on, on New Razroth. And I'm just wondering what 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 have I done? That what how do I how how, how do I pick up that sword? I, I I maybe maybe perhaps I overdid it with the sword being so heavy. Now I don't know what to do now. I love, I love that sword. PB helped me, I but will it was great. It don't worry. <laughs> but it was great. Um, I think everybody everybody did really cool today. I think the highlight for me today was um, it has to be like uh, Drax Minato Namikaze like entry. Like the second it happened, we were freaking out and like uh. 
in the in the discord and stuff like that the just it was it was perfect it was amazing like uh using <laughs> yes more of that i mean like uh if <laughs> if we don't get to see more of this razroth i think we're gonna f it's gonna happen it's gonna happen yeah it's gonna happen <laughs> I, I could keep going, but man. No, yeah, it was good too because, like, originally I thought, okay, well, as soon as somebody gets hit and gets that poison, that's when Raz can show up. But you're 33. It was like you summoned him, dude. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it was great. Um, also, thanks for creeping us out as always <laughs> with the scary voices, PV. Mm -hmm. I um, had every intention of role playing the beast this time and being like roll against me, but it was I was so like into what was happening i just couldn't do it i was like wow this is so cool and then i'm like all right well i've ruined that I will, <laughs> I will now forever be scared of the color green though what why for reasons like oh <laughs> well, okay. no that's okay you can. spoilers just, just don't say its name yeah oh jesus yeah, christ just don't say out loud. i can't believe i said the name and got a dude, 99. i can't believe I that either dude. Literally, so, like, you were haunted. like i'm the game dropping is some truth i'm saying the name i'm gonna own you 99. and then boom <laughs> so yeah, that crazy was gonna be a power move it wasn't oh, it wasn't a power yeah, move i mean it was a power it move just not in your favor yeah, it, was it wasn't around, your power. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the power oh, was there. <laughs> Good God. Oh, right. Okay. And uh, I'm Pumpkinberian. Thank you so much for watching. And my brain is absolutely fried after today's combat and all the math that I can't do and didn't do and shirked off onto everybody else. But I really hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> I love every single person in this cast. They're incredible. They're very creative. And um, when I was writing the system and thinking like, well, this is insane. Like, who just is like, do whatever you want. Let's see what you do. Um, but all of these people have absolute wonderful creativity and the brain power to do it. And I love watching you guys think in between moves or when your move starts, when you start, your brain starts thinking. It's one of the sexiest, most beautiful things I've ever seen. And I love it. So that's that. Go follow all these people. Follows are free. Um, support them, please. Uh, I'm here on Saturdays on Leech. I'm also here tomorrow uh, for Spellwind. And I'm on my own channel recovering from pneumonia. So who knows what the fuck we're doing there. But yeah, that's it. Thank you. Thank you for watching the show and supporting us. And we love you. And go rate and review the podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 you understand you are possibly all of the world's only hope hello this is pumpkinberry but you may know me as narrator vindin thank you so much for tuning into this story if you enjoy it please take a moment to rate and review it really does help us and for more content like it you can visit our website at tablestory.tv you can also find easy links to follow cast members and tablestory.tv discord to join our active and wonderful community once again thanks for listening and kingmakers returns next week